I've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Huh? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? We kicked its ass! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bledsoe, and this week we are talking about John Wick Chapter 4. Uh, tell me talk about it. I'm joined by a fantastic group of gentlemen, podcasters, possibly assassins? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so first up, uh, I'm joined by a man who just joined me last week to talk about Constantine. Uh, excited that we're talking more Keanu today. It's Chris Barreras. Chris, how you doing? I'm back again! <laughs> Two weeks in a row. I'm so good, man. Rare. I'm good. Um, I think this is becoming our thing, though. It, dude, it's me and you and Keanu. I think so. We could do all the Keanu movies now. Lake House next? Is that... <laughs> sure, dude, I'm down for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm glad to have you back so soon. Um, this is fun. So, uh, But we're not alone. I got a couple other people with us. So next up, returning from our episode on Tombstone way back, uh, I'm joined by Andy Gorham. Andy, how you doing? Oh, I am great. Thank you for having me. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm glad to have you back too. Um, and no, still not done. There's more people here. So last but not least, joined by the man known as that Tony Scott guy, or maybe now that Spielberg guy. It's James Coddington. James, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Matt and Chris and Andy and everybody? <laughs> <laughs> that is it. With no more guests. But there's okay, a four okay. of us. There's not a secret guest. Um I did open it up. Or, you were the you guess. were the one that joined us. It was supposed to be me, Andy, and Chris. We're happy to have you. Uh, I snuck people in. People excited about John Wick. I you snuck in. It's fine. I we were we're happy to in, include you. Um, everyone's excited about this movie. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited to have you all here. This should be a good time. I know we're all kind of probably I would say 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 buzzing about John Wick four. So I think there'll be a lot to talk about. Um, but before we do that, like we always do in the show, um, I was going to ask somebody had seen anything. That they liked lately or anything bad or anything you've seen lately andy i can start with you if you have anything sure yeah um okay let's see uh <laughs> i don't hate it i don't love it i'm right kind of still in the middle i'm still processing it but furies that was on netflix that came out wednesday before john wick so i watched that friday night and uh the hand-to-hand -hand fight scenes are great motorcycle chase scene sucked um just because i was like the first one was so good and then this one just didn't quite do it for me and there's some tonal shifts in like the story where it goes from like physical sexual violence to like some jokey stuff and it's just that kind of quick Ooh. cut stuff kind of hurt a little bit but the hand-to-hand -hand stuff is great the leads put in the work and it it's filmed and edited well so well, that was very diplomatic of you, I think. That was very... Was I try to be. Very concise. I, uh, I've i heard about it. I have not had a chance to see it yet on Netflix. Uh, I've heard, yeah, mixed things. We were talking about before we started, our friend Mike Scott, I think, kind of said very similar. You said he was mixed on it. Some of his likes didn't like. Um, 
I, I still I think I'll check it out at some point. It's on Netflix. I might as well. I don't use my Netflix very much, but, you know, uh, so I'll have to use it eventually. Um, uh, but yeah, that's cool. Any anything else or just that one? Um, I rewatched uh, the 1998 classic, The Big Hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, brought it up. A I long said Lanolin. Got nothing but love, baby. <laughs> brought it up on our underrated 90s episode me and Carmelita did a long time ago um i feel like it's not underrated amongst maybe maybe it is under action twitter people i don't know how it, the how it spares but i feel like i don't hear anybody talk about that much but i think it's super fun and i kind of miss when mark Wahlberg was more like that cool. and not the way he's <laughs> now, yeah. like a little more open to be kind of a vulnerable human being because he's kind of like has a sensitivity in that movie i'm like where'd this mark Wahlberg go um and there's some cool hong kong style action it's a really it's a very unique movie. I really like that movie. Mm -hmm. So um, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, Wahlberg's, uh, in, Wahlberg's incredibly charming in it. Like in a, yeah, yeah. you know, not typical Wahlberg way that you've, he's grown <laughs> to become. It's like, yeah, you can be <laughs> vulnerable. You can be nice to people. <laughs> right, right. It doesn't feel like the very manufactured uh, Wahlberg we have now. I feel like, do him and The mm -hmm. Rock use the same like guy to like, you know, tailor their <laughs> personality? <laughs> Like, uh, I still love The Rock, but man, he makes it tougher every day with stuff that I hear about him. I'm like, damn it, why do you gotta just come on, man? Like, just block him. Oh boy, sorry, the hierarchy has changed or whatever he said. Uh, the <laughs> hierarchy has shifted or whatever stuff he was pushing. I'm like, you're the <sighs> villain to Captain Marvel or Shazam. Like, calm down. Like, it's just, yeah, <laughs> he was. You're not gonna be taking on Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Just, just don't. Just stop. <laughs> Oh, okay. I can't get on that topic. It'll go up a different thing, nope. but okay. Uh, all right. Good stuff. Uh, nothing else. I will go to James. Anything he's seen lately? Uh, I haven't seen much. I I was rewatching all the, the wicks, you know, obviously leading up to four. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, so lots of good stuff. Uh, I, I did rewatch funny enough, the matrix right before I started my John wick run through. Uh, so got more Keanu, got more great action. Um, the last thing I watched though was uh, we rewatched re uh, what we do in the shadows Saturday night family movie kind of. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one of my favorite movies. Probably, I mean, it's definitely one of my favorites of the last ten years or so. You know, like comedy, it, it's hilarious. I love it. I mean, we put it on all the time. It's kind of like a go-to for us around here. Everyone likes it, so it's good. <laughs> it's like an equalizer <laughs> for the house. You know, like no one's gonna be like no. We're not watching that, you know. It's not one where I have to be like, uh, "Is this okay tonight?" You know. So luckily, <laughs> just but, throw I mean, that on again. No, I I love that movie. Yeah. I uh, I was watching the show too. I think I got behind a season or two. I don't remember. Um, but it was really the show was good too. But I love that movie. That was such a surprise too because I I went with like some friends. I think my friend just told me it's like some of the guys that did. Um, oh my god, what was our what was your HBO show? By the Concord. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was like, it's kind of related to that. And we went on. I didn't see a trailer. I didn't know what I was walking into. I didn't know it was like a fake, like a mockumentary type thing. And it was hilarious. I loved it. Um, it's Listen, so good. Do you smell that? <laughs> oh, it's such Sorry. it's such a good movie. Sorry. No, it's <laughs> like one of my favorite lines in the movie. I still always. I mean, it's it's we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. Let's go to. It's got, it's got um, good ones. There's. I mean, there's. It's very quotable. It's a very quotable movie. Um, I haven't watched good. the show though. I, I keep hearing that it's. Some people are even saying that they like it more than the movie, which that's a pretty high, you know, vote. Of my buddy Mark says that says like, and he's yeah. he's up to date on the show, and he's like, "Dude, man, the show is a classic." And I'm like, 
I'll get to it eventually. I know. Throw right? it on the That's... back. It's like <laughs> all these other TV <laughs> shows. Everyone tells me to watch. Exactly. That one's easy though for me. If it's like a twenty-ish minute comedy, that's a short season. That's doable. Like if you start telling me yeah. to watch like a forty-five minute hour-long drama that has like eight or nine seasons already in the can, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just everyone's like telling me to watch Dexter. I'm never going to watch Dexter, guys. It's <laughs> the ship has uh, sailed. <laughs> well, like in was... Dexter's defense, dude, there's only four seasons. Oh, okay. I was like, going to say something similar, like, but. Yeah, <laughs> not that. Well, that's the thing too. These, these shows, still people... fifteen-minute episodes. <laughs> oh, perfect. These shows that people put so much time into, and then for to to hear that it ends on a disappointing note is like just a tragedy to me. I'm like all that time invested, and like the ending wasn't good. If a movie ending's not good, I wasted what two hours, hour and a half. I move on to the next thing. I didn't waste eighty hours. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. It just kills me. I can't. I can't do it. But twenty-minute, thirty-minute comedies. I can handle those. So I agree. Hey, you should watch the show, James, is what I'm saying. That's what okay, I'm, okay, saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it on the list. Don't worry. I really am. Um, Mark Hamill shows up in it. So it's a must watch for me eventually. Oh. Like Chris said, I, I've, I've added to the list and I have to get, go back in time and get one of those printers to print off on the old school printer paper. Cause I don't have paper long Not enough Matrix. for the list. <laughs> Not Matrix. <laughs> for the, the ever growing watch list of stuff that I have, uh, that I'm eventually going to get to. My watch list is like a CVS receipt. Just <laughs> never ending. Feet long, feet long. Oh, I keep thinking I'm chicken, chipping away at the movie watch list, and it just then I add stuff, and it never goes down. Like the counter never goes. I'm like, oh, I'm making some progress. Nope. Then it's back up again. <laughs> like, oh, it's never. I'm ending. not gonna lie. I literally sometimes don't even add things anymore because I'm just like, can't. If I'm I come back around to it and I watch it, okay, I don't even want to add it because then it's gonna be another movie on the list. Uh, I'm more choosy now when I put the list, but I still throw stuff on there just just to remember it because I have a terrible memory. We talked about this, James. Like, so I need to put the stuff on the list and go through it eventually and be like, oh yeah, that thing that I heard about somewhere years ago. <laughs> but um, I get it, I understand. So, um, so anything else? Or just just that you want to talk about? Um, that's okay if that's I, all you got. <laughs> that's kind of I, I rewatch Pacific Rim. I mean, I just been rewatching oh. stuff, really classic. You know, like I see classic, you know, classic stuff. <laughs> I, I get it uh <laughs> people who know what's only this, do i need to see the pacific rim sequel or no i never saw it <laughs> you, you can I, I, so what are you stopping you you can put it on your list <laughs> is, it, is it worth it it's what I've... i like the action of it but they make some odd story choices okay all right if that helps right. helps a little bit i mean it's all over the list it. if you got pacific rim that's all you really need but okay it's not like ruining your childhood sequel <laughs> none okay. of them are, let's be clear but you know that's you know. good no. yes <laughs> no it is it is not how twitter has described right. bullet train over the last six months <laughs> oh I just take my headset off fine. and walk away <laughs> yeah. it was, exactly it was fine it was fine, it was fine. God damn it, people. Absolutely. It, was fine. it did me no harm to watch like, bullet train it's like, like 99 percent of all movies made uh, yes fine. they They're fall fine. under fine they, i had just more that... friends in real life who came up to me and go did you see bullet train that was awesome i was like all right well so my friends did and i'm just let like, me show you this liar that i only thought it was right. okay and then i get on twitter and it's like if you like that movie you're going to hell i'm like jesus <laughs> jesus Selsky rules lich is a child blah, blah, blah. It's like no we fine <laughs> that, that's the uh... worst is like comparing the people and like just 
just say you don't like one or don't like that. You know why you gotta just shut the fuck up and move on. That's James better. just looks tired after what he just. He's just, just like I'm tired know, of all this discourse. This always seems to happen. We get on these. Oh, it's okay. No, no. no. I, it was funny. Just, Speaking of people in real life, but bullshit. My my best friend just watched it the other day and brought up to me he goes he was so excited i fall back because i wasn't excited he was like dude i watched bullet train it was awesome i was like eh. it's like it's like he's like what do you mean eh? i was like i don't know i like i mean he's like he didn't like it i'm like he seems up your alley i'm like i know it seems up my alley i thought the same thing but i'm like it was fine and then they want to like he loves to like really um badger me on my opinions where he's like why'd you like it what'd you like i'm like i don't know i just liked it or why did i not like it it's like i don't know um you know he's just an interrogator when it comes to that kind of thing. <laughs> like he was very the mad worst. i made him watch i didn't make him watch dune i told him to watch the new dune and he hated it well, and he was like why'd you like that and i was like i don't i just did i don't have to tell you oh! <laughs> i'm sorry oh! all right man Bye-bye, all other friend. opinions or comments are null and void now it's <laughs> <laughs> knowing you yeah basically <laughs> not a friend like that um, too that used to do that with like uh and he didn't like badgering me well i guess it was kind of badgering for that too like if you know like <laughs> if you didn't understand the whole movie and it was 100 percent clear how could you like it you know like you know something like that's ambiguous yeah. and weird and you know whatever and he's like tell me exactly what it means you know spell it all out <laughs> otherwise it's a bad movie no you didn't like that no how could you like something if you can't tell me what it's you know this is not cinema sins we're not playing that game (laughs) not everything has to make perfect logical sense it's fine john wick four a lot of things you question the logics of it's fine um i still dare you sir (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there we'll tell you why you're wrong man (laughs) happy to hear it happy to hear it uh okay uh chris i know we already said you just here last week so you probably don't you don't have anything to talk about so you're good no, the only thing I got just okay. uh, a real fast. Uh, if anyone oh has listened to the episode, I'm still on my Batman binge, <laughs> knocked out. Oh, two more of the animated movies I did. Um, uh, the Soul of the Dragon, which is a lot of fun. It's basically it's a mixture of old James Bond and and like all the old Bruce Lee movies and Batman. Fun time. And Michael Jai White's in the cast and Mark Dacascos. Fun time. And then the other one I watched is um, or the Ninja Turtles one, which is so much fun. I mean, the plot is stupid, over the top, <laughs> still a blast, out in like under 85 minutes. So I'm still chipping away at my Batman binge. I'll get it done uh, hopefully soon. <sighs> Both I wanted to see. Both I have not seen yet. If someone had told like, seven-year-old me there was a batman ninja turtles crossover movie i think my head would have exploded so I was it's pretty so good dude it's so it much sounds, fun it sounds fun and soul of the dragon i was super excited about then it came out i heard some like negative to like and things so i was happy to see that you liked it i saw on twitter that you liked it so it, I, again I'll, I'll get to it eventually it helps that they're shorter that's one the dc animated movies are like under that's, 90 usually that's why i'm cranking out like all these batman movies is I'm almost through all the live actions. Like all I have left is, uh, is of uh, the dark Knight and, um, and the dark Knight rises, but I have oh. eight, eight or nine more of the animated movies, but they're all like 75 minutes long. So I can <laughs> knock them out in like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so, they have cranked out a lot of Batman movies for DC animated. <laughs> like, I mean, trust me, I'm finding out. Holy shit. <laughs> There's a lot. He sells, he sells merchandise. What can I say? <laughs> so, um, all right. That's cool. I, I need to check both those out for, soon. Um, 
Okay. Nobody else anything else. Has anybody, I don't know if anyone's seen this yet. Has anybody seen Shazam, uh, God, Shazam Fury of the Gods yet? No, and evidently, um, because I chose to see our John our John Wick four <laughs> that um I offended Zachary Levi. Oh Chuck, how my favorite TV star has hath fallen. <laughs> I was I was shocked at that video. I, I was glad to find out it was edited. Somebody ed- so it wasn't he was I Oh it was, was edited. Okay. It was, it was. Ooh, I, was I was like it seemed it was very well in. done. It was very well done. So I was like, oh my God, did he really lose his mind? Because I, I was telling my buddy who also is a big Chuck fan. I like Chuck because my friend showed it to me, but he loves Chuck. He loves Zachary Levi. He's I did he meet him? He's had his he got autographs from him. Zachary oh. Levi sent him a letter, like because he wrote Zachary Levi and was like, I love Chuck. Uh, this is years ago. And like Zachary Levi wrote like a very nice letter to him. And like, so he's all on board for Zachary Levi. But I feel like the poor guy's losing it lately. And I feel like he's thinking, I'm done as Shazam. I, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lay it on the line because I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> like he's just going nuts and he's just like, whatever. I'm just going to say whatever I want because he's going after The Rock. And I imagine going after The Rock is a scary, not just physically, I'm just saying like business wise, the scary proposition because yeah, he's got a lot of power. Of yeah. Bold, as it were, but bold's a good word. Bold <laughs> move, whole... Captain. Bold move. <laughs> <laughs> another, another quote of all time. <laughs> but see, at the same time, it's like, I mean, that whole universe is on fire, anyways, and they're starting over. Fuck it, let them fight. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit back with my popcorn. Yeah, I wish they could have fought in the movie, which would have made sense to the comic books. But Brock was like, I don't deal with Zachary Levi. <laughs> So I don't watch Chuck on TV. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's such a bummer too because like I loved the first Shazam, you know, and it's like yeah, it's a lot that of fun, man. One of my favorites of that whole what whatever this last universe thing was trying right. to do, and because <laughs> maybe because it did just feel so of its own, you know, I don't know, but man, it was so good, and yeah, all this stuff is just kind of like bringing that one down, and it's not even that movie's fault as much as it is just all this side marketing bullcrap you know like it's yeah and now it's that like, i've yeah. seen the movie i really do actually feel bad for the movie because it's not the movie's <laughs> fault and it's it's like it's fine it's under the i think it's fine like it's uh you know three stars out of five movie it's it's got it's a real mixed bag it's like the family stuff is all fun the comedy still is good i think for the most part um they made zachary levi shazam kind of like annoying and that's bad when he's the lead character that's <laughs> what i've been hearing is that something yeah. happened in between the two movies and just like he just feels off as the character this time yeah, which i don't get because he was great in the first one i really enjoyed the first one yeah, I, yeah they barely ever show billy in like kid form he's basically locked to zachary levi for most of the movie and he seems more annoying i don't know what happened <laughs> i think it's how they wrote him but he also is just it's weird and then there's so much going on there's so many characters i like most of the characters but there's just mm-hmm. it's like 10 pounds of stuff in a five pound bag it is like it is just overstuffed the villains are bad and i helen mirren and lucy lou are great it's not their fault it's just like but it's helen mirren she's like listen when she came on screen i was like oh i turned to my like friend and i was like she sent me some i still would (laughs) still got a crush on her i'm with you andy i'm with you uh but i don't think it's their fault i just think they're like the most thinly written villains i've seen in so long i don't even know what the plan was it was like do some evil shit okay great uh it was like plant a tree in (laughs) philadelphia um like it's just it's it's not it's not great villain stuff the opening scene is cool they come in and just like it's pretty intense for like a it's not a kid movie but it feels more lighter but then this scene comes in you're like oh okay um it's family friendly 
it yeah, is definitely yeah. a lot more family family friendly yes yeah i like i like the idea of like the whole all the kids in the family have powers now but they're kind of acting kind of like kids with powers as you would imagine and they're kind of bored because they it's not nothing's really a challenge for them you know they can just kind of fly around and say people and also the fact they're kind of bad at it like they get they get blamed for stuff a lot there's all these funny ideas in the movie um their parents are still great i wish they were in the movie more they're still really mm -hmm. funny um there's just a lot going on i don't know i mean it's just it's a real mixed bag but i thought it was fine i was like this poor movie is getting like shit on it's beat not, to death dude beat to death beat it is to not death. the movie's fault um, stop stop it's dead already <laughs> there is yeah. a bizarre cameo which i guess i could spoil because w because warner brothers I kind of spoiled it themselves. I, 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 it's fine. It's fine. The Wonder Woman cameo, which they put in trailers the week before, I thought yep. it felt really odd. Andy, I don't know if you felt the same way. Like, I thought it felt kind of really shoehorned in. <laughs> it felt shoehorned, but there was a part of me where it was nice to see her again because I was like, oh, yeah. she was one of the bright spots of that universe. And like, you know, and but then at the, at the, the same time, you're like, okay, it's kind of it seemed like they went back and refilmed it after the ending didn't test very well. Or they were like, well, we got her for this. Might as well put her in it. <laughs> and they did that thing. It's such a movie trope when somebody people are talking and as a character you don't you don't see and they pop in for one line. It's like, maybe I can help. And it's like, were you just listening the whole time behind that wall and you like came out? Um, it's what do you help when all the shit went down and the, <laughs> the city was being attacked? <laughs> yeah. Where were you then? Um, so, I mean, you know, it's fine. I, I feel very bad that it's bombing as bad as it did. I like David F. Sandberg. Um, they're still cool. It's just, it, the movie has so much stuff around it, and it just is it's just disappointing it's Like that the movie's getting, like, crapped on. I think people might come around to it when it hits HBO Max or wherever in a couple months. Like, they'll be like, oh, this was fun. But I I'm going to check it out for sure. I'm a DC whore. Obviously, I'm in a <laughs> Superman hoodie. Um, <laughs> but just, I'm not one of the trailers. I was like, I have to see this movie. And yeah. I haven't felt that I have to see any of the DC movies in quite some time like outside of like Suicide Squad. But like I skipped on Black Adam, right? I waited until oh, that was on HBO Max, you know, like a whole mess. And I just I wait till they're on HBO Max because I'm just like, I just can't trust this universe anymore. And it kills me, fucking kills me. <laughs> I wish I had skipped Black Adam in a theater. Uh, I was like, I took my my sister and brother along with me, and they were like, they both fell asleep at different times during Black Adam. And then when it was over, they were like, "You you took us to a really bad movie." I was like, "I know, guys. I'm sorry." <laughs> like, I just asked if you wanted to come along. Okay, guys. <laughs> like, um, this was better than Black Adam for sure. Um, yeah. But well, I was thinking, you a lot of the stuff you're talking about, like with Zachary Levi, like being a. I don't know why I said his full name there. I'm, that's weird. <laughs> it's freaking me out now. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm fixating on that. Uh, the, uh, it, it, being more annoying, and I think like that was what worked so good about the first one was he he did seem like he was still the kid, you know, like and that was he was annoying, but just the right amount of annoying as he would have been coming into that. And it almost mm -hmm. like now, how are you going to extend that? Because it worked so well in and of itself in the first movie in that short one movie link and now you got it extended into a whole another movie so i could see yeah. that being a little weird even if he's not even maybe not even playing it that different but just having it be so much more it's weird because i would forget almost when you turn back into the kid i'm like oh right he's still he's still yeah. billy as a kid it's it's so weird it's so infrequent they were like put it all on zachary levi i guess i, I don't know but um you know i still don't know if i want to see all the rest of the kids like you know, with their powers, like you were saying, you know, 
I, I, I'm just starting to think about like the plot of the movie and like just the way it's all set up. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know if that it really all that might just be all little things that are just kind of working against it without necessarily meaning to work against it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's almost like just kind of bad. I don't know how to explain it. You know, like they, they work so well in the first one, then leading up to it. But then once you get it, it's like, oh, now oh. I don't know if I actually want to see all of that after. Yes. Yeah. The fact, like at the end of, you know, the first one, we're like, oh, cool. They all got this stuff. This is like a nice, cool moment. And everyone gets all their powers. And, but then I don't know if I actually want to see anymore. You know, like I'm almost done with that just being cool. I'm complete. You know, that <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah. That's understandable. It's like, where do you go from now? Everybody has powers. And I mean, I think they do a pretty good job of that. I think it's clever how they're like, some of the kids are bored uh some of the kids don't even they just go off and do their own thing they kind of want to be like celebrities or use their powers for kind of the wrong thing like they're all doing different things such as and zachary levi's like trying to hold them together and be like we got to work together as a team but nobody seems that interested so i thought that part was actually interesting because yeah i'm kind of like once you gave the kids powers it's like well now what do we do so um but yeah it's it's fine shazam fear the gods is fine <laughs> so well, hey that's good uh, that they made it work like you're saying that makes me feel better because like i'm gonna watch it too like chris said you know I'll, I'll watch everything if i miss it in the theater i'm still gonna watch it when it comes out i mean yeah i think on a saturday evening. night at home i feel max great it's good if it's like it's the perfect movie for that um so okay i think we're all good on that stuff john week chapter four time everybody that stuff uh, that's our life buddy <laughs> who watches movies here what's talking about oh Sean Wick. this entire podcast and this and and twitter this whole week yeah <laughs> what if i was just like that's the end of the that's podcast stuff. bye everybody and then just troll it's like it's almost it's almost April Fool's day uh no oh, yeah, like, um but uh no i couldn't do that we're all too excited so um man i event. where to begin so uh every you know i so, who saw this opening night Okay, Chris, did you go just the weekend? Right, like I, uh, I saw it on Saturday evening. Okay, my opening night was packed, like with a wide assortment of everybody, kids, parents, so many old people. There were so many senior citizens at this this showing. I don't know what was going on. Um, I was like, do you know what movie we're seeing? <laughs> but uh, I think they loved it. It was. I was just thinking, like, man, this movie has reached. The John Wick franchise has reached this super mainstream level that I never thought it could even get to, even after like maybe even two. I two did really well, but I'm like, it just felt there was like a ceiling for it because it's like hardcore action. Like it is like, it is nonstop action for like three hours. I thought some people don't want that or it's too violent. The lady next to me was with her husband and she was like, half the time she was like, oh, oh my, oh no. Like she just like, like it was just too much for her. So I, I just, I just thought it was cool. Actually, that was cool how the movie has like permeated pop culture. My mom brought it to me today. She doesn't watch any of these movies. She was like, I heard the new John Wick came out. Did you see that? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> She's like, um, it has, which I love for Keanu too, because I love Keanu and I love that he's having, he's had success in like every decade for the past four decades, five decades now, because like um, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s now, like it's amazing. So, um, I will do this because this is a brand new movie. We don't usually do brand new movies. I'm usually a little looser about spoiler stuff, but I do want to do initial thoughts where we go into spoilers. So I'll go around the table. We'll do the, the table here and uh, give everyone. I'll start from my rights. I'll go Andy first. Your initial like thoughts coming out of John Wick chapter four. Oh, OK. After I picked my jaw up off the floor and walked out <laughs> of the theater, um, all I could think was masterpiece. 
can't wait for all my friends to see it so we can gush about it. And then the more I sat and thought about it, the more I was just continually just was like, this is the prettiest looking movie I think I've ever seen. And it has, and I think going back to why it does so well, you hit the nail on the head, Keanu Reeves. If it's not Keanu Reeves, this isn't opening 75 million. This isn't becoming the franchise that it has become because people love Keanu Reeves. Like, I mean, how many tweets a day do we see of him carrying the stuff up at the, up the uh, stairs and people are like, no other actor does it. And I was like, cause we love Keanu Reeves. We want to find more reasons to like him. We want to support him when he does this stuff. So, but it was more than I wanted. It was exhausting in the best possible way. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and I we've we've reached action cinema nirvana this past weekend. <laughs> Very well said. I agree uh, with what you just said. Uh, James, your initial thoughts on John Wick. <laughs> Similar to Andy. I mean, it, <clears throat> I loved it. Uh, I saw it opening day, 3 p.m. And, you know, kind of him saying, you know, the Keanu ness of it all. Right. Like, that's part of why you were saying, oh, why are there so many old people? Keanu is <laughs> an older actor. I mean. He's been around for a while. Like he's bringing in like everyone, not just us and action fans. Like it's everyone. It's you know my mom would have been going to you know like stuff like that. Like because he's just been around and he's been in so many different genres of movies. Right? You were joking with us earlier about the Lake House. You know, it's like he's not just <laughs> an action star. He's a, a movie star, and you know like one of the yeah. last ones, right? So like he's going to bring in seventy three million dollars, however many you know crowds, but yeah. for the movie. Awesome. I mean, I, it's hard kind of to go off of anything else that Andy said. That's what it is. What is what is there to say? Like, I mean, it's just nonstop balls to the wall, and then you get your nice. I mean, it is the most exhausting one of the franchise, easily. Right? I mean, it's almost three hours long, full on action from beginning to end, from beginning to end, and like you get sparse moments of you know dialogue and character moments in between. But I don't know. I, I as as long as it is. I was telling my you know kiddo after we got out of it, like it felt a little long here and there, but not in like a long, long way. Like it didn't feel three hours long mm-hmm. by any means. Cause I think it they they did a great job of pacing because even though those action set pieces could have been overwhelming for some, I still think that they pulled it back just at the right time. For me anyway, to get back to a character moment. And then oh hey, we're right back in the action. But uh, I mean, yeah, we'll get more into it later, but it's pretty awesome. Good one. I was gonna say, I thought this might be the podcast where we just say like awesome holy shit amazing like just it's gonna be very non-critical <laughs> it's gonna be like this was great plus it's so, it's so fresh i feel like i barely had time to pro- i only see it one time i haven't had to process it but it's gonna be a lot of i think awesome and holy shit so uh chris <laughs> your thoughts you came out of the movie <laughs> when i left out of the theater one i had to pee um <laughs> again. um i again uh, i was exhausted but in a way that I still wanted more. Um, this is oh, this team oh, using everything that they've learned over the entire franchise and over oh, 20 or 30 years of action movies and using every influence oh, Chad Stahelski has ever looked at, every trick he's ever pulled, and he created his masterpiece. Um, from a story perspective, I th- think it's a little weak if there is a critique of the movie. Um, it has a simple enough plot. It's in some ways, in terms of the plot, it's as similar to oh, the first movie in terms 
of how simple it is, but in terms of oh, like of the technical prowess and the scope and the cinematography, it's hard to picture our number four and number one because it's it's such an evolution of like of of Chad Stahelski as a filmmaker, but also of the genre too. Um, there are three huge set pieces that, I mean, it, it could rival any movie in cinema ever. And the fact that there are three of them in one movie is like, it, it's Chad going, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> like, after oh, the climax to the in the hotel, he's like, okay, I got some ideas and just went with literally everything. And hats <laughs> off to Lionsgate for going, just go for it. Making a three-hour action movie. I mean, Jesus. But yeah, I uh, fucking blown away by this movie. Blown away. Well, I cannot say it better than any of you. You have said it, I'm gonna I'm gonna try, but I'm gonna try it. I I, I yeah, I came at this movie like felt like I was buzzing. Like I've had I, there's one the whole movie is amazing there's one set piece in particular we'll get into a little later that i felt like my spirit lifted from my body and i was like seeing it out i was like holy shit how did they do this i it's uh i can kind of say it, it's not really a spoiler there's the it's the crane shot I, I tweet about this like it's the it's top down almost like a there's some video games like this i've got the name of the style but it's like it's hotline miami it is like Hotline Miami. There's a new one called like Hong Kong Massacre. Apparently, everyone says it's like this. I was watching this like I felt like I could not believe what I was seeing. I've had this experience like three times in my life. This is that's that sequence, the end of Hard Boiled in the hospital. Which I'm like, how do they do this? And the lobby shootout in the Matrix are like three of these action set pieces that I hold up as like all timer like changed my DNA as I watch them type situations. And I thought I'm like, I've seen everything in action. There's nothing that could blow me away like that anymore. And John Wick four did. I mean, everything else is great, but that sequence in particular, uh, like just, I mean, the whole, the whole movie, I was like, ah, oh. I felt exhausted. Like you all said, but in the best way, there's a certain part where I feel like Stahelski knows you're exhausted and plays with that in the movie because it got an amazing reaction from my crowd <laughs> like um i'm sorry i'm talking about these things i'm dancing around all these things but um it was amazing i, I came out i was like uh, i don't know if i give it five stars i think i want to go back and give it five stars because i don't know they've raised the oh, I did. I, oh i did oh i did yeah i don't know what i was thinking i i weirdly in my five stars at first i'm like i don't know i gotta watch it again but then i kept thinking about it. i was like what am i doing um it's they've raised the bar so high for action filmmaking it's like nobody else should even they, I mean, make action movies. I'm not telling that, but I'm like, be, don't try to get up this high. You're going to like, you can't do what they've done. I, I feel like, and the bar has moved up every single movie. I watched all of them like in the weekly after this. And it's crazy how they've so clearly evolved. Like every time they've gotten bigger and, and I say, well, I wouldn't say better, but I feel like I will say one thing, like the budget gets bigger and budget not equal quality, but you can see they have used that budget very well. <laughs> like that, that has gone to good use when the budget gets bigger and they're like, okay, I got some ideas. Um, yeah, it looks amazing. The action's incredible. The cast is incredible. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I don't know what I'll see this year. That's going to top it. Honestly, <laughs> like um, it was, in, it was amazing. So yeah, I think we're all in agreement. It's an amazing movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, yes. Okay. So I, just now I can, now we've heard that thoughts. If you haven't seen it, 
tune out now. Just gonna open up spoilers right away because there's a lot of spoilers stuff <laughs> right off the bat. There's two, like something happens pretty early on that I was like, whoa. I mean, I went, whoa, but I was like, oh no. Okay, spoilers now. So <laughs> okay, uh, the Lance Reddick scene hit so oh, different. Yeah, Raw, damn it. Obviously, <laughs> obviously they had no idea because he just passed a week a week ago. Everyone was very sad about it. He's a great actor, very versatile actor. Um, and I was, ju- I, I was swear, I was watching three, I think, and I was thinking, man, Lance Reddick's really good in these, and I wish he got to do more of the action stuff. And then I was hoping for that in four. And oh, was I, man? Holy yeah. shit! And they kill him off very, like twenty minutes in, maybe like 15, 20 minutes in, and I was like, oh no, that like that sucks even worse because he just passed away, and I was really hoping he'd get to like show off even more here and obviously i can't blame them for killing off the character and you know it just is very unfortunate i thought i was like oh man but what because, but yeah sorry you know i cut you go off ahead. no go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Uh, is and without realizing it all the dialogue that ian mcshane says oh later in the movie he's talking about oh the character of sharon mm-hmm. But now looking at it and knowing all the stories that all the cast and crew of film, they were speaking of Lance in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And it like it, dude, I, I was I was not OK during that part. Like when they're when it's um, John um, and Winston and the king in the boat and they're talking like of Sharon, I was like. Oh, this is this is too eerie for me. Like it, it's just all the dialogue just seemed to hit as if they were talking about Lance, even though mm-hmm. they were talking all about the character that he played. But I, I just thought it was so well done. And then at the end credits, you know, like, you know at the very end, oh four Lance, and I was like, oh god, <laughs> just a mess. Oh. It was just a fucking mess. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It was very wild how that ended up connecting like that. It, for same for me because he's talking about like. He asked, you know, what he wanted on his headstone. Friend. You know, I was like, dude, what mm-hmm. are you doing here? Like, I am dying. <laughs> this is not cool. I mean, yeah, like you said, though, they didn't know. Like, but how amazing is it that that worked so well? Like, I mean, sadly, right? But it's pretty awesome. Like, Yeah, I just think how, how surreal it must have been for them awesome. to have to go watch that at the premiere. And their friend just died. And they have <sighs> to watch the kid. It just seemed like it was very... I felt sad for them having to see that kind of in a different way. And they just dealt with it in real life and how just surreal that must be. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, seeing the boat, they're talking about him. Like he wants his headstone. It just was like, Oh, uh, so yeah, it was just, it was very weird. That was like, not, you know, not in like, not a bad way. I'm just saying it was just very kind of real eerie. life stuff. Got yeah. Eerie. Yeah. It just kind of got in there. It was like, Oh, this is very, very strange. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, in the little bit he's in, he's great. He just shows why he's been great. His whole movies. He's like the, the, I don't know, not the conscience, maybe really, but he just seems like an anchor. Like he's just like he's like the heart of the John Wick franchise, yeah. almost so to speak, or the like thoughtful part of it. And it, it's it's the only part of the movie that took me out for just a nanosecond because I was watching mm-hmm. it, and when he got shot, I was just like, "Oh no, this is way too soon!" Like, and not in like a joking way because I was just like, "Oh shit, no!" But then as it went on, you're like, "Yeah, it strangely managed to pay homage to Lance in a way that they didn't mean it to, but it's still so heartwarming that." it worked out that way. And that's just because you have smart people working on these movies who give it a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, you, you, you said he was like, you know, the heart con- conscious of the movie. Kind of, it, 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 is it John Wick three going back? Sorry. I know we're talking about four, but like at the end, or maybe two when he's like, 
hope you know what you're doing. Like after Winston shoots a wick oh. off. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, three. three. Yeah. That, that's three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I hope you know what you're doing. And it's like, even there, it's like a little moment of like him being that little center of like, yeah, kind of questioning Winston, who, who Winston's kind of that too, a little bit. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we know they're cool, but even, you know, Lance Reddick's even more. Yeah. Yeah. Like he questions with some time, like, are you mm-hmm. sure about this? Like, you know, it's just, yeah, uh, he, I really liked him in all these movies. So I was, it was sad on multiple levels when they kind of, you know, killed him off. Right. It was like, Oh man. But yeah. <laughs> but it does a great job of setting up. Oh, the new villain. And you hate him right off the bat. Oh, because he does that. <laughs> And he blows up the Continental. You're all fuck this guy. I can't wait till John Wick shoots him in the face. <laughs> yep. It's just oh my god. Every line of dialogue from that point forward, I was just like, you motherfucker. I can't <laughs> wait for you to oh. but then at the same time, Skarsgard's so good making you hate the way he with his shitty accent, like smarmy. It's perfect, but it's it's on purpose. It's not done because his wardrobe changed literally every scene he's in. Yeah, and they're and each suit's different. more elaborate than the last. Like he starts off in that gray suit, then he's a red with sequins. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> okay. If I ever showed up wearing that, my friends would lambast me for the rest of my life. But <laughs> well, he can do that. He's a uh, a consigli. Where do they? I, I'm mixing up all the John Wick terms now. He's the uh, he's the, Mar- the Marquis de Gramont. There we go. Thank yeah, you. Go. Yeah. The marquee, yeah. I feel like he can just do that. Uh he's got more wardrobe changes it's like on the Taylor Swift on her new tour, or whatever. He's every scene, he's got a new <laughs> an, a new era going on. I was gonna ask you about his accent because I was like, is this a bad French accent or just I, I don't know French that well? Uh so it's like to me, I think it's schmarmy, like, and I think he's doing it on purpose. Yeah. To piss you off after he does what he does. I I think it's an okay accent. But it fits the character because it's almost as if he's doing a fake accent because he's fake. Like he can't yeah. fight. He can't mm-hmm. shoot. He's a coward as he's called out at the end. Like he does all this stuff because he's given all this power. And uh, like, or what does he do with it? He tries to cheat at the end just so that there's a chance he doesn't lose. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of how I saw it. I don't know. I like if I that like makes sense. At all, Maybe but... just, he's putting on an accent. He, uh, yeah, it's, he's very easy to hate, especially once he shoots Lance Reddick. It's like, Oh yeah, please kill this guy as soon as possible. <laughs> like, uh, and I will say yeah, sure. we're in spoilers. So I could say this, uh, jumping way ahead when, when he gets <laughs> shot at the end, my theater erupted in applause. Same. Lost their goddamn minds. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I I was like, I I was excited. I kind of saw it coming, but I mean, I still was happy to see it, but it felt like everybody, it was like someone making like a game winning shot in a basketball game. I was like, whoa, (laughs) like people just like clapped and lost their minds. It was, it was so, so good. It was so satisfying. Um, So earned. It was (laughs) after all they'd been through, after all John Wick had been through, it was like, yes. Finally, we got it. Uh, it was very earned. Um, okay, I'm gonna try to go back because I want to. Well, I was gonna say yeah. on his accent or whatnot. Yeah. Um, that yeah. At first, I was kind of you know not sure either. I was like, well, I don't know if this is good or bad, or I don't know if this is gonna work for me, you know. But then I was like, okay, who cares? For one, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, two, uh, it's like uh, I'm okay with it too. Like even if it's not like you know, kind of Chris was saying, you know, like even if it's like a fake or snarmy accent, you know, 
for the character that's okay too because like we're in a heightened world here i mean this is like all like different this isn't the real world right so like he can have whatever kind of accent he wants (laughs) like it doesn't have to be real and if someone's gonna lean on that and be like well, I just couldn't get into it because you know his accent. Was well, that's your problem, buddy. <laughs> I was having a good time. Oh, yeah. with that. I just thought it was. I just thought it was funny. Nothing. This is one of those things, like one of those nitpicky things that it does not bother me at all in this movie because it's such a minor. The the overall picture is so great that I'm like, ah, who cares about the weird accent? And like th- this movie, really, I felt like fully established that like John Wick takes place in like a separate reality. Like I feel like every movie has become more and more divorced from our reality. I'm fine with it. I'm like, listen, if everybody has bulletproof suits in this world, that's cool. Like, if that's just what we're doing, like, I'm on board. Whatever you guys want to do, all these assassins popping up at everywhere, it's fine. Like, I don't. Yeah, when Winston like freezes time at the end of is it two? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he yeah, lets him run away. <laughs> like, what? Like, everybody hears assassins. <laughs> like, um... you know, it's funny. Each movie has progressed from like somewhat realistic mm-hmm. to then two is a little more comic booky and a little more not of this world and then three is even more so and then this you're just like who gives a shit everybody's got (laughs) plus as but and you could you could almost view it as wit coming out of retirement so when he comes back he's taking on these real smaller thugs who are under the table like way way under so Mm -hmm. they don't have this this fancy tech so he doesn't really need it and then as in two he needs it because he's going up against better quality villains and then three and now in four everybody's got bulletproof everything so it doesn't matter we have to pull out nunchucks we have to pull out samurai swords we have to pull out cane swords and gorm was here for every fucking second of it (laughs) oh i know i'm again i'm not going to question the logistics of realities this world i'm just going to accept that like this operates on its own thing it's fine um Guys, I have so many notes. I just wrote down like bullet points. I don't because I left the movie. And I was like, I got to start writing down stuff. Or I'm going to forget that everything happened. This three hour movie. Um, I don't even know. But do you want to talk about Johnny Yen? It's like, do you, <laughs> you got about 15 hours? Chris, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a Donnie Yen podcast now. Oh, I'm <laughs> stretching a little bit before no. I get into I, this one. I was going to say that uh, also I got to preface this with uh, I'm definitely going to have to let Chris and Andy take over a little more. They're the action guys. I'm just the, the guy, the regular guy that's just like loves <laughs> movies. But these guys actually know some stuff. I don't know that kind of stuff. So I'm not like. I, listen, I feel like I'm like you, James. Like I don't know. Like I listen to people. Like I think you guys are underselling yourself. Quite underselling. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I feel like, like I people like our friend Mike Scott talk, or you know, those guys. I feel like they're like talking about it like on a doctorate level of action filmmaking, and I'm just like, yeah, it looks cool. Like I'm just like that guy. It's like I like when he shot the guy in the head. Um, like I kind of oh, okay. I know some stuff. I know some stuff. At least give Chris tactical side, right? Obviously. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah easily. No. He's nothing got, comes close and i no, would love to know close. because i feel i don't know this movie in particular has it gotten like we're talking about being kind of more unrealistic has it gotten less tactical like or no I, shockingly no it's okay. still like <laughs> dude the cream of the crop like <laughs> oh nobody in that rifle is mm-hmm. a sight to behold but then when he flips open oh the backpack <laughs> i've no. seen those at like oh. shows whatever mm-hmm. because uh, uh, before my current job and, and while i was in school i was working um for an armor where like are they made you know, like the steel plates right dude mm-hmm. and uh, we try all the shows you know to sell vests 
And I would see those backpacks and be like, who the fuck needs that? And then I, <laughs> nobody use it. I'm like, I want one of those fucking backpacks. That thing is awesome. <laughs> just and flips and it has a gun on it. I'm like, yeah. Take my money. Like slapping my debit card. So cool. That, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is. That character is pretty great. He came out and he was like the surprise for me because I don't know. I really don't know that actor. I don't think from anything. I've never seen him. Nope. As far as I know, I've never seen him in anything. And I'm like, this guy's he's got it. He's got it. He has the skill in terms of the action. He's super funny in the movie and he's charming as well. I was like, he's got that, that it factor, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shamir Anderson. I had to look up his name. I felt bad. I wasn't saying his name. Shamir Anderson. Yeah. He, he's so interesting. Cause he kind of like floats around the movie and pops in and out. And it's this weird kind of like, you know, it's like a video game, like an NPC that pops in every few levels and checks in with you and then disappears. He's like, <laughs> just uh, to annoy the shit out of you, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I love the whole dynamic of him, like not killing John wick because he wants the, the price to go up. Like that was a great little wrinkle when he pretty much mm-hmm. has him dead to rights at one point, And he's just like, not yet. He's and like, his no, dog. Not yet. Nuts. Oh. <laughs> dog was destroyed. I love that dog. Oh. The dog was destroying people. It was just like. And I was so happy the dog was different from the dogs we had in three because it could, could have went down the same road, but it was like, yeah. nope, these dogs, this is a different dog. And I just loved when he was like, you know, emotional support dog. She goes, of course she is. He goes, no, I'm hers. <laughs> yeah. I also love the moment whenever he, it's basically just a callback kind of like to the first. John Wick, what started it all when he's like, You hurt my puppy or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> and he goes, mm-hmm. too. I like... mean, and that great moment, uh, which are way over now, but like when he saves the, the dog, he saves nobody's dog, that also got a huge like reaction in my audience. Because I'm like, He has to. He's, you know, this whole thing's been about a dog. <laughs> like this. Yeah. <laughs> got so funny in hindsight, a watching four where just. The most elaborate set pieces known to man. And then you think back to the, the first movie that started with all they did is kill this dude's dog yeah. and steal his car and steal his car. And yeah, now yeah. we're here. <laughs> right. And now we're here. <laughs> We've gone all over the world <laughs> because of a Literally. puppy. The, Jesus. The cute puppy, though. When I watched the first one it, again, I was like, this puppy's cute. I remember it being this is a cute. Puppy. Like, I mean, to quote. John Wick in three, it wasn't just the puppy. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly, exactly. Very true. It's, clear, very it's true. always been more than the puppy. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> right. The puppy's just a symbol. It's, come on. Yeah. Symbol <laughs> of his grieving from his ex wife. Yeah, there's there's that on the Twitter coming out. Like, it's a symbol. It's a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We got, it's like a nice reminder, like, oh, yeah, it started because of a dog. You know what I mean? It's like we've gotten so far beyond that that it's like right right don't forget um the fat of dog so well okay we met Shimmy anderson is nobody tracker recall. he's great i love when he popped up back to donnie yen we gotta Sorry, yeah i was gonna say we jumped well, right I on think donnie donnie how... do we want to end with donnie yen because uh, yeah, like, i don't i mean do we want to get all the other characters out of the way and then donnie yen because <sighs> it's it's matt it's what your I do... show <laughs> but i'm just saying the tough I could call. I don't about donnie yen for hours <laughs> What I like is that each of the huge fucking set pieces highlight a set of characters. Mm -hmm. Like it starts in Japan with that beautiful continental hotel, which has some of the strongest imagery, I think, in the entire movie Mm -hmm. where you got Arima Sama. I'm not even going to attempt to say her last name. 
as or the concierge and and of the head of that hotel is one of the goats it's haruki so you have Mm. this set of characters after that action scene ends it's a slight breather and then it goes into germany and then a slight breather and then it goes into paris so it's almost like there are three huge movies packed into one movie mm-hmm. so it's like and each character has a highlight in all three of the individual movies in john wick for it if that makes sense it, it does I, I was thinking about the part of japan this would end most action movies the sequence would be the it's end. a 45 <laughs> minute action scene yeah, and we're like a third away of the movie. Like this is—I was thinking like a hard boiled has like I think three very distinct action set pieces: the tea house, the warehouse, the tea house, the yeah, hospital. the warehouse, you know, in the hospital. And, and I feel like this has Japan. Fourteen of them. Yes, it has so many of them. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, what would you, it's like? How do you even break these down into? There's like big set pieces, medium, small. I don't know. It's like the. I mean. It's crazy. Like I it but it has like your I think the location's a good way to go about it. Like Japan and then where do we we, we go somewhere else before Paris? I've already it's so hard to to No, because yeah. it starts it, Yeah, it starts in Japan and then it goes into Adkins Club, which is another got a half hour long fucking set piece. Which is in Germany. Right? Is that where that are we yeah. at that point? Okay, yes, thank yeah. you. <laughs> And then the breather, and then all the Paris stuff with okay. the, uh, the drone <laughs> shot and the fucking staircase that won't end. And it's, it's the Arc it's, de Triomphe. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I I mean, I would want to start in Japan, but Matt, it's your show. No, that's by the way we should do it to keep it in some kind of like. Sure. Unibus. order because I mean, <laughs> and can't forget how good the opening is in the desert oh god it's like fucking lawrence of arabia over here like I mean, even, uh, before yeah. even before that even before that, that the board yeah that. oh, oh my, my god, god. That, it was the loudest sound mm. effect <laughs> that, that booming in our theater was booming my I hand was starting to hurt just everything it. shook and the whole crowd went oh shit this is what we're having and then you transpose that with lawrence fishburne <laughs> walking down with the suit oh, just yeah, you know man. Has oh, he ever been just at like chewing the scenery, but in the best way possible? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, he I, like every, makes a like meal out of every line he has, and it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> He's having fun in this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. After p- having to play it's so reserved in the Matrix movies, it's like he's like, hey, Keanu, hook me up with a fat fucking roll that I can sink my teeth and just, <laughs> are you ready, John? And just the perfect line delivery from Keanu. Yeah. You're like, let's fucking yeah. go. Let's get this movie. Oh, is that it's like two the or polar three? opposite of Morpheus. Literally, like you know, he's like, Listen, yeah. I gotta literally put this on its head and do the Big exact opposite. Of I was so chill and like, <laughs> yes, stoic. And... I can't remember two or three when Lawrence Fishburne he just he eats this line when he's like, "Will somebody get this man a gun?" <laughs> like, That's two. That's two. number two. He, he just. I mean, it's it's beautiful. He just it's it's like yeah, it's being big and over the top in like the best way, which I think is kind of the point of most of these movies now. Is like just the whole thing is big. Like let's just go bigger and bigger. I love it. That oh yeah, that opening. And I think it works because yeah. <laughs> every character is so large 
Yeah. As the series goes on, right? Especially in four, you got some of the hugest of like all the characters. Oh, but John is still so a reserved and quiet. And like, there's that story that broke today. He had, he had what? A 300 words or something like this. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah. Less like, than or some crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he so. barely speaks. So everyone else is just super, just big, big. And apparently I think he cut his own word count. Like he cut lines out of the script to make himself talk less. So he was like, I, maybe for his character, he has to make every, get everyone else some more lines. Like I think he knows. Like I don't need to say that much. Um, I thought that article that was an article or a fact. Everyone was kind of jumping on it. Like it's like he made so much money for only saying this many words. I'm like, yeah, we did a lot of other stuff too. You know, it's no, like, yeah, it's a lot of physical. That's, that's uh, made the money because he's Keanu Reeves. Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> the man I was I was tired for him through half of these scenes like oh my god um <laughs> so I, yeah, we go to the desert for like this beautiful Lawrence Arabia sequence uh then we make our way to Japan stuff does look amazing I love that shot when he's like standing on top of I guess maybe the roof of the continental and there's mm-hmm. like the cherry blossom tree behind him and like mm-hmm. the black and red circular building such a good shot like um it's a one perfect shot you know like that Twitter profile like <laughs> bam yeah. Yeah. just it's it's so good. I'm like, I gotta make this like the computer background now or something. But it's like, I mean, there's so many shots of the whole movie. It's like people are thinking like, oh, yeah, Chad Sales, he's really good with the action. He's just really good at directing a, a movie. Like, he's really good at like every, every time part together, of it. man. It's I mean, like, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, yep. it's I think it's is it Tarantino who has the quote about like, if you can direct action well, you can direct anything well, which I think is very true for the most part. Like, it's hard to direct action like and Sahelsky, like clearly is has these bigger influences like Lawrence Arabia and like the good, the bad and the ugly. And probably a lot of samurai films and like the Hong Kong films from the eighties and nineties. Like he's got all these influences um, that are bigger than just like, Oh, I'm making a fun little action movie. I'm making this like very epic action movie. Um, And the stuff in Japan, yeah, probably maybe the best looking stuff in the whole movie. And like the whole movie looks good, but that stuff just, like the it pops like the colors all the using. neon lights of japan just work so well dude he just knows how to shoot them to where they're like it's almost like an accent on the screen where they just like pop mm-hmm. yes dude. exactly i was thinking like he's walking down the street at one point just walking down the street and like everything pops like it looks amazing he's walking on a subway i think but like it's so well lit and looks so good i was i feel bad forget that we twitter ever the day someone's like oh everything's gray and black neon sludge or not neon sludge just like it looks very muddy and you know all these netflix things look and i'm like yeah people are being lazy if john wick can look this good at least try a little bit guys like i mean like you know make it make your movie at least like look halfway decent because look at john wick four like i know the action's hard to copy but make it look good you know um and, yeah it, it, it's least you can do really it's like try a little put some lights up uh well, it, <laughs> i think that's another thing too is like you're talking about the neon lighting and stuff is like you know i think we are already kind of feel like we're oversaturated with that style maybe a little bit you know almost like the nicholas winding riff and like of it all and it's just there's a lot of neon and like neon is cool but there's a reason it's cool it, it does it's pleasing to the eye and it looks nice and if you Pops. can, if you can yeah. do something good with it do it don't not do it just because everyone else has done it or whatever if you can still add something which they did like you said the way that comes up the beginning when he's on top of that building looks amazing i'm not thinking oh i've seen neon before right i'm thinking this is (laughs) awesome and that's what matters more than how many times have you seen a neon building before me you know like true <laughs> yeah that's true um Sorry. okay okay I so stopped. i get no no you're no no <laughs> yeah i just was like uh, hey, you're, go on, you're go saying on. you're saying <laughs> yeah 
Um, I, I disagree. So, yeah, I kind of, okay, I think we should stay, like, okay, so in the whole Tokyo, when we're in Tokyo, that whole, or, or I think we're in Osaka, Japan, like, that mm -hmm. whole sequence, what, what do you guys want to call out specifically from that whole kind of sequence that, like, really, <laughs> Andy, I feel like, <laughs> you're, you're shaking your head. Yeah, let me go Andy. to my dot. Uh, let me go back to my dot matrix printer paper of all the things that are awesome about the Osaka Japan scene. Um, I mean, the fact that we get Marco Zoror, Donnie Yen, Hiroyuki Sonata, uh, the amazing actress slash singer that plays his his daughter. And I'm not even going to say her name right. Yeah, with Rina or something. And, Rina and I will Sawayama. And I won't. Yeah, but taking a shot. Just so I don't. Just so I don't slaughter it. But everybody, it it just it's an amazing gathering of all these people and then you have donnie yen coming in and i read somewhere today that donnie yen wanted his suit to look like bruce lee from like the 60s so that's why the pants are a little shorter and his boots and the way he's kind of dressed and i was like holy shit he he perfectly it's it's, it's wonderful and then you have <laughs> you have the kind of shared history between sonata and yen but we don't need to talk about it or hear about it we know it's there and that's what the john wick universe does so well it doesn't give us flashback doesn't give us history of anything you just know something happened these two were were buddies they know their their daughter's names they don't they were close now they're not and mm -hmm. and it's it's that simple and that's all we need moving forward and it's a western film i put this in one of my tweets about the movie it's a western film that finally does not a waste any uh, any of the talent on screen and haruki has been in a lot of western movies over the last i'd say oh, 10 years uh, especially the last i'd say oh three or four years and i feel like oh this is the first one to actually oh, use him in the right way which is he's a strong actor he can play mm -hmm. it very calm and subdued and he has a sense of like, he's very wise in his line delivery. And then in the action, he can throw down. Mm -hmm. And like in the last few films I've seen him in over here, he's just, just a cameo basically. And I'm like, why are you wasting someone of his caliber? Uh, but then he, he shares scenes with him and Donnie and you're like, Ooh, like <laughs> cinema, cinema. You know what I mean? Um, Beautiful. And cinema. Rima, who <laughs> her first acting over, I was impressed as shit by that because she holds her own in the dramatic scenes, but also she put the work in. Like you can tell she trained for this movie. Honestly, oh, she's one of the highlights for me. And not only of all the Japan stuff, but of the whole, of the whole movie. She's great. She, yeah, she is great. I didn't know how little she'd acted or I guess maybe not acted at all before this. And I think somebody pointed out on Twitter. I can't remember who it was someone I followed that I actually <laughs> respect their opinion. They were like, she did great. And now if you guys, there's one shot apparently where it's really obvious it's a stunt double, but otherwise yeah. I, I didn't catch it. I, there was so much going on, but apparently it seems like most of their stuff she did on her own, which seems like if you come into a John Wick movie, you better be ready to work and do most of your own, yeah. uh, your own stuff so yeah i thought she was great i actually wish there was a little more for her in the movie i mean i know it's a we got a lot to do with this movie but yeah. when she kind of like pieced out on the train i was like oh i hope she comes back and kind of does in the end post-credit scene but i was hoping she'd come back before that but you know 
it's a nitpick because I'm just like, there's so much going on. I can't really be mad that there's, you know, less stuff happening. <laughs> so, but then, yeah. like, and the culmination of all the Japan stuff leads into that action scene in what looks like a museum room of the hotel. Oh my God. Yes. Where <laughs> it's Keanu throwing down with the nunchucks and Ooh. in between him shooting people, he's wrapping them around his neck. And I'm like, don't hit yourself in the head, dude. Like, I, like, I like, loved it. I know there's outtakes where he's going like rap and just thwapping himself like right on the back of the dome. Cause he's using those nunchucks and he's, a little stiff in spots like you could tell like mm-hmm. he, he's not trained in them but i didn't care man just that whole like and how they're switching between all the guns and the nunchucks and swords in walks donnie just fucking wrecking shop and being charming <laughs> as hell and you're just like matt as you said this would be of oh, the climax of any other movie <laughs> and this is the end of the first act yeah. Right. This is, is the, the end of already. Of yeah, this is the climax <laughs> of two. You're right. This is Even already the whole like changing weapons and stuff. Like he does all that, you know, where he's like taking everyone's weapon. It's like so cool because he's like, oh, this one's out. I'm getting this next one. He does all that <laughs> in this one. And it's like, this is the beginning. <laughs> this is just <laughs> That's like the end of the bunch of action stuff before that. Because there's a whole like shootout in the lobby, I think, between the two groups. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then this scene, it's like this. I mean, I was exhausted by this point. This is one of the times when I was like, Man, I'm tired for Keanu because this is a lot. And like, like all the armored guys from three now have oh, like the samurai masks that are yes. Oh my god, armor plated. Like <laughs> that so little cool. yes. like, who thought of that? That's fucking genius. I love this. I guarantee his 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 name rhymes with Rad Rashowski. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's just so many little yeah detail stuff like that. Like oh, mm-hmm. everything like just designed so well, production design and costumes like that little touch of the mask being different is so cool. Um, yeah. Just that little change. And like, yeah, that scene with the nunchucks in that room where he's just smashing glass and like just beating the shit out of people. When he beat that man with the nunchucks, I, I was loving it. I was like, again, yeah. I joked at some point where I was like, I was like giddy. I was like kicking my feet. I felt like in the movie theater. I was like, ah, I was like, look at him go. Like, I loved it. Uh, and I do. I love how he's like, just grabbing whatever is like, he needs another gun. I'll grab this guy's gun off of him. Like, um, you know, trying to be still kind of realistic, I guess, because he's not. Mm-hmm. That it's the one thing everyone's people compare like this um, kind of John Wick style to like the John Woo style. They're very different. They they're like you would never see John Wick ride down a railing with two guns at the same time. That would just be. I mean, it looks fucking cool. Don't get me wrong, I love it, but it's uh very different. And also, I feel like no one hardly ever reloads in a John Woo movie. But we always see my one of my favorite things when John Wick has somebody pinned and he takes a time to reload and then finish shooting. I love it. <laughs> Like well, there, there, there is that that one little thing of trivia where um, any time oh that John Wick or any character in the franchise ever shoots and runs out of ammo, it's accurate to the actual amount of ammo in the clip or the magazine. There, no, no. <laughs> there is never an instance where any character on screen ever shoots an extra round. Like it's accurate. And then I believe, I believe in, um, in the second one, when he does that, you know, like on the slide, it's because Mm -hmm. of that weapon is notorious at, as a jammer. So like, and I know this anytime that in the movie, 
he's had a jam on his weapon, it's because it jammed on set and they left that take in because every weapon of the jams you know, he uses is notorious over jamming. Like the only time that a handgun is almost like oh, free of jamming is a Glock, you know, only because you can shoot that in sand. He's not using a Glock in any of these. He's using some some fucking heaters. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah, there's a that one moment you're talking about reloading and stuff too. Maybe think I, I also tweeted something. I, I was, you know, half joking. You know, I was saying, oh, my favorite moment of all the John Wicks, and it's in two when he's in the catacombs and he reloads the shotgun. But then in between, the dude shows up and he shoots the guy, you know, pulls the gun <laughs> from his hip real quick while he's got suck. I can't even, you know, like <laughs> pretend to do it right. Like that's how hard it is for me to even just joke. But uh, like that moment right there. Um, but Speaking of the 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 set piece in the Osaka, like the museum area or whatever, with all that glass, he he does another one of the little John Wick like you know signature things, and I, I'm telling Matt about it already. Like, um, it, or he gets someone else's gun and then he like pushes the gun into them as shooting them, and then pushes it through the glass as he's shooting. Oh, goes down. Oh, and it's like yeah. just one of those little I absolutely it's love like that two seconds, but it's just like. Oh man, those are like a little <laughs> chef's kiss on top of a chef's kiss. You know, probably, probably on my favorite individual, like a moment of the whole, whole thing, like in the hotel, is Donnie when he does oh, the wind up of his punch. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Yes. <laughs> like I put that out on Twitter because it happens so, and he's so fast at it. So fast. Yeah. It's like... But it's a moment that I've seen him do in how many movies where he just winded up and I was just like, they did it. They hooked Donnie. <laughs> Let Donnie be Donnie. And I was, I was, Matt, like I was a kid in a fucking candy store, man. <laughs> like I was already on cloud nine. And then when I see Donnie do that and then he does like the it man, you like the super fast, you like the Wing Chun. I was like, oh, <laughs> best movie of all time. Here we, we go. Are, are we talking about the same exact, like the same sequence or same moment when he like uses the guy's head like a speed bag? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. I thought we were. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that happened. Maybe it's a different moment. I lost it when he like just wailed on that guy. I was like, yes, like this is, this is so good. Cause so many movies have tried to use Donnie Yen. Like, I, I love Blade 2. I love Blade 2. Donnie Yen is really underused in Blade 2. Like, he gets one super cool kick. That's about it. Um, It was so good to see him get, like, unleashed in, like, a full-fledged, like, American action production. They've, they've not used him as well as he could have been used. Like, and that's another thing I was thinking during this. It's like, Katzahelski really respects these people. Like, brings them in and lets them do good work and, like, shoots them well. Lets them do cool shit and doesn't, like, try to hamper them with anything he just like, lets them go um and it's a very it's funny because everyone talks like fast and furious is a very multicultural franchise which it is but i was like the john wick movie has like people from all over the world different ethnicities it's got all this like it's very cool just to see all these people coming together and these cool characters and doing all this cool shit i'm like just another good thing about john wick i was just <laughs> turned four i was like this we've seen everything in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> like um I mean, so Donnie Yen's essentially the co-star of the movie. Like the movie, yeah, I mean, the I emotional was... resonance. I, I was super shocked as the movie goes on and he keeps showing up. I was like, "Oh my god, is this is this really happening? Is this happening?" And then it keeps <laughs> going. And I'm like, "He's he's in this scene again? Okay, one." And it just keeps going. He and really like, is. He really is. Yeah. I, as you said, he's more of a lead than a supporting character. He gets a lot of the emotional beats, like a lot of the emotional beats. And then he shows up in literally every single one of the action scenes. And I'm just like, 
respect. Respect. Stahelski. Yeah. I, I won't lie. I got home and I went to my, my, uh, Martial arts bag, jujitsu. I had to get it out of my car. I grabbed my uh, chucks and I just did the neck thing real quick. I'm like, can I do it at like one tenth the speed? And I was just like, click, click. And I was like, eh. all right, I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, I'm good enough. <laughs> Put them way before I accidentally knocked myself out. But yeah, uh, yeah. So even Imagine seeing like your that wife kind found of you stuff, knocked out oh, with oh, nunchucks. Next to you. <laughs> like, well, she would first walk in and go, oh, clearly there's nunchucks in John Wick 4. <laughs> I've heard a very tough weapon to use in real life. I've heard a very incredibly difficult. Weapon. We only have ever used it in more playtime and more grappling type things. So like mm -hmm. when you're you because the art that I do, it's more, you know, grappling based. Um and so, yeah, when you use it to see him using it the way that I've been trained in some ways and that we don't we, once every five years we train in it. So it's not like where I'm talking like we train. Yeah. It, but <laughs> when you wrap it around people's legs and hoist them up, guess what? They're going to fall down when you wrap around people's necks and throw them. They're going to go. And it's wonderful to see that type of stuff. And it's like we've seen all these other things in one through three. Like, what else can they do? Oh, well, they can do this. And <laughs> yes. I, I can't remember oh, who cool. made this joke. Sorry, there was a comedian or somebody who was like, Michelangelo, probably the dumbest in Turtles, they give him the hardest weapon to master. They give him that was funny. Uh, it was that like, funny. yeah, why'd they give him the most complicated? He's a party weapon? dude, man. He is a party yeah. dude. I, listen, I love them all. Uh, but sorry, James, what were you going to say? Oh, I, I was going to say, I didn't know, Andy, you actually had like nunchuck uh, knowledge. So, like, a very min minimal. We don't use it a lot. But yeah, I trained in martial arts the <laughs> yeah. last. Hardcore that's the last more than 15 me, years, buddy. Yeah, oh, that's what matters. Well, still, <laughs> like, well, that's what I'm saying is like me as nothing outside of having some toy ones as a kid, right? Or some probably Michelangelo sure. ones. Um, you know, <laughs> like watching it to me, uh, you know, you, you you think maybe it's a little awkward, like Kerry Chris was saying, you know, mm -hmm. it's a little stiff and stuff, but that's kind of part of Dunchucks, I guess. Even really, is like, I mean, unless you're like a super awesome, you know, badass, you sure. can make it look cool, but then you're still just making it look cool to look cool. Mm -hmm. um but like i think people also might not realize how it might not look like what he's doing is that painful mm -hmm. but like because you're not even thinking well that no that is actually like you know like the actual you may not feel that force of a nunchuck because since it is like a weird twirling thing so like you know it is interesting that they chose to use that i think it works well but it could be a, a weird thing for some people i think maybe because even for me i was like it is a little weird watching the music because the the impact like and how I see it and feel like it's yeah. coming. I mean, when he's hitting that man's face over and over, right? It looks Certain like times I'm like does. that looks yeah. like it really. But then other times I'm like, well, this looks like he's kind of patting people. You know, not not yeah. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> oh no, no there's, yeah. yeah, the way the the because you know it's all about swinging and you want that force to be there. So when you hit something, it has to come back to you. So you're right. You have to kind of bring it back and you have to deal with Snap the it. whipping effect and snapping effect. And it's when it hits something, it's not like it, it's one solid piece. So it just comes right back normal. So right. you have to like watch it doesn't hit you in the <laughs> face. And trust me, yeah. I've done so many stupid things with us over the years. <laughs> well, it makes sense that you don't see it as often. Yeah. Because they're yeah. hard to use and nobody <laughs> wants to train using them. Cause if you really have to use them, you're going to hit yourself in the back of the head numerous times. And there's some cool, footage of them doing you know like the kind of b you know b uh b-roll footage and keanu's like just throwing the chucks down he's like fuck he's just so mad because <laughs> they are hard to use and uh even like when you're doing take after take after take it would probably it would grate me like even you know because we do 
we do 10 each, you know, when we do certain moves. And if I get nine out of the 10 wrong, by that 10th one, I'm just like, I, I'm just fucking done today. I just take my belt back. I don't deserve it. And I'm <laughs> ready to walk out. And I guarantee Keanu's got the stress of like a hundred million dollar movies on his shoulder. And he's like, damn it, I just got to get this right. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that he puts the effort in it. I mean, it's been a huge part of this whole series. And yep. I mean, Matrix, he trained for that super hard. And I mean, that's why even if sometimes I even think he looks a little stiff. I'm also like, well, he's a man in his fifties. And mm -hmm. it's actually, but it's actually him doing it. So I can't he even was like. 56. I, I yeah on the film 57 yeah but i like yeah i think i think he is like mid 50s but he seems younger but i it's still it's like you know he he the way that he, I, I still have rather have him doing most of the actual work even oh. if it looks a little kind of eh, like sometimes most of it looks great don't get me wrong but uh mm -hmm. i'm always just so happy that i can see like oh that's keanu doing that fight or that action you know stunt or something because somebody to their day and i was like yeah it's crazy two movie stars in their 50s are like holding up the action genre and it's tom cruise and keanu reeves <laughs> like yeah. like it's uh, god bless him because keanu tries so hard most of the training footage i've seen from john before i think is him with the nunchucks i feel like yep. he must have yeah. really trained on those so I, I got the rest of it down guys okay I guess. yeah i just need to work on the nunchucks but I'm i also love how he gives credit yeah. to all of his stunt men too he's like oh Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not out there getting hit, hit, hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much he did of the stair stuff because I imagine that's where most of the, him not doing the stunt probably came into play. Oh, I bet. No, oh, that's the uh, stairs. I bet a lot of that stair thing, man. That looked. Whew. That was my so knees, hilarious. my elbows, my neck. Every every hit, I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that hurt everybody in my audience. I felt like everyone was like, yeah. oh, ooh, oh, like you felt every fall than every step it was like oh oh god no like and then it, when he doesn't he doesn't stop at like one landing of the stairs and it keeps going it's like oh ah, no no it's like it's like a looney tunes cartoon at that point it's amazing it very <laughs> like, much is very much oh, is but i loved it though but um i mean yeah so japan has this whole set piece that could be that's the end of the movie nope we've got like two hours left and um i'm trying then so we go well before we go to yeah. berlin yeah, I was gonna say I do. I like that we get a quick Hiroyuki and uh, Doc mm -hmm. fight. You know, I, I oh, do yeah. wish that yeah, yeah. Hiroyuki wasn't injured so we could have had like, like a more badass fight, right? But I mean, you're saying it too. They're like they're both six years old. I mean, yeah. they're, mm -hmm. they're old too. Like it's crazy. Like, but they still look so good. I mean, <laughs> I'm 40 yeah. and I can barely sit behind these drones for 10 minutes without <laughs> dying. You know? like, <laughs> I don't know I, how that's crazy. That. Donnie Yen is 60. And then, I mean, yeah. Um, he's 61, 62, something like that. Let me see. Yeah. I'm on his page. Oh, he's sick. He was born in 63. So he's oh, turning so 60 he's this year. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. But still. Yeah, still old, so I mean. when he filmed this, he was a, he was a measly 58 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. We got it. Here are you. Right. Step it up, Donnie. <laughs> he's like 61, 62. He looks okay. They, I mean, they both look great for, you know, I'd love to be looked that good at my, in my 60s, but or almost 60s. But um, right. oh, I love to get, another... yeah, a little fight. It's not very I long. Think, I was going to say, I know everyone's like Donnie Yen is like the sexy man. <laughs> I think I'm more into Hiroyuki, man. Oh, dude, Hiroyuki Sonata is a handsome motherfucker. I mean, when I yeah. he comes out at the beginning, and I, I'm just like, what's up? Hello. Mm -hmm. you know, I, mean, I know this is an me, old picture I'm... on his IMDb, but like, look at the look at that look, yeah. if you can see. Look at that. That's oh, a... yeah. Smolder. Smoldering. It's a smolder. Um... Get out of here, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the, yeah, on top oh. of the awesome Donnie Yen and Sonata fight, we also, there's, 
little beats that Osaka gives us that really moves things forward. Like when Sonata talks with uh, Reeves and Wick and they're kind of, he's like, he's like, I- I'm going to, I'm going to kill them all. And he's like, to what end? Like, he's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like the movie changes pace like halfway through. And it's like, cause I had one friend who goes, I'm a little disappointed. They didn't take out the whole high table thing. And I was like, honestly, dude, I don't think you can anymore. I think yeah. Wick figured that out in this movie. The high table has got to be there. If not, there's no, law with this whole assassin's guild anywhere so you just have to come to peace with yourself and Mm -hmm. he does that by helping out all of his other buddies along the way but that that scene and then i like the little emotional beats with yen and sonata when yen's character kane's just like why are you doing this he doesn't want to hurt him he's like but he's like you sided with john like why you don't even have a marker and it's like just little lines like that and like when Sonata tells after you stabbed him in the back and he just goes, in the back. stay down. He goes, stay down. Please, like, mm-hmm. please stay down. Stop. And then when he stands back up, he just goes like, fuck. Because he knows what he has to do because <laughs> yeah. he's not going to stop at that point. And, and then he tells yeah. her, I will see you again because he knows. Mm-hmm. Look, that's I killed goes, your dad. Man. I'm yep. sorry. That's how this world goes. But yeah, that's an excellent point. Like all the dialogue is Sonata going, John, when is this going to end? You like, yeah. or you need to find a way out of this life, not like further, further, further in. Yeah. Yeah. That's because I, that, I mean, honestly, I think all of his dialogue, it leads to the end of the movie hmm. where when he makes oh the wager, it's not that he gets to meet the high table. It's I'm free. I like I'm not under your thumb anymore. I'm free. I could leave all this shit alone. He could have made a whole like a whole nother choice and we could have a John Wick five, which is oh, the high table and blah, blah, blah. But I like how this one ends because it literally. Oh, there's a line of dialogue where he says like. A happy life. Is the death or something like that. And it's like, like the only time that he would be free is when he's dead. Hmm. Like he's free at the end because he's dead. I don't think he's dead personally, but that's just me. But like, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. I got, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. I that's definitely a talking point. I'm like, I got, I got questions. Um, oh, I don't want to leave Japan sequence without talking about Donnie and the doorbells in the kitchen. Oh god, it was an amazing touch. Like, I was I, wondering what he was putting on. I was like, what yeah, are those things? Yeah. That I thought they were like maybe like charges or like you know yeah proximity no mines like from were. Goldeneye. I, I was some, like, oh some no, people were like, I knew they were going to be doorbells. Like, how'd you guess that? Uh, but I, I had no idea what they, they were. Had, just, they they had work no in the factory, you know. They know yeah, what they, they, they like. made them. <laughs> so they sent him the movie. Um, that was a great touch with the little like doorbells thing. He knows he knows where people are. Um, so good. Uh, okay, I'm trying. Let's let's jump. I feel like we're it's gonna we're gonna go on forever. We don't jump. I know. Yeah. I mean. Um, I love talking to you guys. It's just like, oh man, I'm like, we're gonna be another three hours like the movie. But uh, uh, Scott Atkins, I have nowhere to be. Berlin. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we jump to Berlin where you get like. <laughs> I was wondering how Scott was gonna fit into it, and I like how they did it, where it's like, oh, John's actions from three, he has to get a new ticket now, mm-hmm. and the only way to to get this ticket is to kill off, you know, this character, which leads into i'm klaus just that one guy 
It just is Oh yeah. So weird. <laughs> so weird. But he like punches him too. I was like, what is going on here? Like, what are you punching for? And I was like, but then you get Scott Atkins, which I fucking popped. Like as soon as he, I oh. knew he was in the movie, of course. Like I've seen, yeah, all the pre-release stuff. But as soon as you like see him, like in his SPL fucking Samo hung suit, I was like, <laughs> oh, we are in for a good fucking time right now. Giddy <laughs> as a schoolgirl. I have been following this guy since 2006. <laughs> I've turned so many friends on. They they're so irritated when a new Scott Atkins movie comes out because they're like, "Great, we're gonna have to watch this with Gorham." But uh, <laughs> to see this happen was like the culmination of the last however many years. I sure Mike felt the same way, and all of us oh, who've yeah. watched Atkins for years. But I mean, we get a Bond villain. We get a over-the-top like cool villain it's like he does all these things together on top of the fact that he's got asthma and he's sweating profusely and he's, and he's making faces when he gets shot in the ass running away like it's perfect <laughs> oh you shot me in the ass it's so fucking good dude oh my god his dialogue it him. brings everybody together yeah. too it's like it's a very That's pivotal true. scene we get so cool. nobody donnie yen john wick and him at the table i was like oh this is a dream to get all these guys at this table together great scene i but we were so far in the movie at that point and so much happened i kind of forgot scott atkins in the movie when i definitely knew scott mm-hmm. atkins in the movie i was like oh shit now this is where scott atkins fits in okay because i was kind of i think earlier i wondered where's he gonna fit into all this and then they get there and i'm like oh shit there he is um that whole sequence is amazing before they even get to the fight between him just, and yeah just everyone <laughs> at the table we have a conundrum and you want to kill him and you, you want do. to kill him i want to kill him <laughs> i'm gonna kill you oh it's the baba yaga i'm like he is fucking having a ball you could tell he was just living his best life that day on set and then the magic tr- tr- like all the card tricks out oh, to find mm-hmm. out he did those for real yep it oh, was yeah. so cool card flip i'm like He's uh, I thought he was really great, legitimately great, not be, beyond like the physical fight stuff. I just thought his character was so much fun to bring in and like added mm-hmm. this different like flavor to it where it's like he's funny. It's not, I want to call it comedic relief, but he's like legitimately yeah. funny. It's not like I, the comedy works not a lot of comedy in this, but there's funny. The funny moments, moments are really yeah. funny. <laughs> like and he has a lot of the best stuff, the comedy stuff in the movie. And I was like, oh, Scott really killed this. So good for him. And he does. He seems very happy to be there. Maybe only getting outshined in bigness by Lawrence Fishburne of just going like <laughs> over the top, having a great time. I'm not sure. It's a close, it's a close contest. But um, that whole scene is great. Super tense. The fight was amazing. I love that fight between. I like how it comes out of nowhere too, because like Adkins starts out to run away, mm-hmm. where like he he like he, and he looks like he's scared of Wick. Like oh shit, I'm like he shot me in the ass. I like I'm I got to get out of here because he literally. He slid his throat with the playing card. Yeah. Kind <laughs> yeah. Of You're like, Holy shit. But then just out of nowhere, he just turns around and you see oh, that Scott Atkins fucking kick. And I'm like, oh, here we go. This is fucking awesome. And God, it pops the fuck off. It does. Before that, when he's like, when he's standing there, the crowd disperses and you see him standing. And before they fight, he pulls out his inhaler. He's just like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is. Perfect. And then they proceed to fight. And then there's like a couple throws. There's some awesome kicks and him dragging him up the stairs by his tie. He's just oh. like, ah, ah. And then he just, oh, wonderful. And then just more axes. 
a crazy ass fall by Keanu stuntman who, how that guy didn't get, how any, any stunt person walked away from this movie. I have no idea without, I mean, it, so yeah. many crazy falls, so many crazy, this, the set was brilliant. I heard in a recent um, interview, Scott said something like it maybe cost like 10 million to make that. Cause it was all three levels and there's Could believe it, yeah. millions of <laughs> gallons of water. And it's just like, that's what the budget goes to not to <laughs> not to bloat it for no reason to make sets and to make set pieces look that that, that could have easily other been done on like a green screen like yep. any other movie would have just done that in green screen no they built a giant set with waterfalls has yep. scott adkins one of the all-time greats of action in a fat suit <laughs> hundreds of extras oh not just like do like oh. a handful here there are, there's that one shot where it's like where it shows all three levels and there are hundreds of extras on like every floor and you're like from a logistical standpoint i'm having a panic attack just like how, how the fuck is all this working and working so well chad <laughs> Jad Delsky, yep. there you go. I I was thinking this club is like a liability. Uh, this club is like if this was a real. Where club, are the safety railings? Right. Where are the safety <laughs> railings? Like everyone's probably slipping all over the place. No. What is this? Uh, the Death Star? <laughs> yeah, the safety inspector for this club. Like everyone's gonna be falling over the place. I mean, it looks amazing. The lighting in that scene, like all the stuff with the water. Um, I love that Keanu was not afraid to like have his ass kicked. Like Scott Atkins really like kicks his ass for a little bit <laughs> like he um because there's some action stars who will go mm -hmm. unnamed uh who don't like to have their asses kicked or lose fights his um, name's the rock okay <laughs> he's johnson now i said it he doesn't want to be associated with wrestling uh it's like i don't know this he's always johnson, I don't he's, know the rock. he's, he's I know. always the rock to us <laughs> i know he'll always be the rock to me too that's why i'm like you won't come back to do anything like you're too good for this now but anywho yeah. uh but yeah some people don't want to get their ass kicked in movies keanu no problem with it he knows he were i love there was something right before this came out where he's talking about how awesome like scott atkins is and donnie yen and like he loves these guys respects these guys um and that fight is so good and the way they kill scott atkins character so oh my god <laughs> wonderful and then when he rolls over he's just like that face his character's making is brilliant. The crowd cracked up yeah. and it was a good moment of levity because you're like, okay, the, the, things are about to get even more serious now. But yeah. it's like, yeah. I love how somebody pointed out too that like during the whole club scene, people are dancing right next to this shit happening and they're just yeah. like, until like they're really bumping into them, they're like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> which, which I was thinking of like, wow, people are just, they're not going to stop dancing. Like they don't care what's going on. But nope, they're on oh. the craziest of shit. So yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, and I have to talk about my past too much, but oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like when I was 20 years old or whatever, and if I was in a club, I might not have noticed that stuff going on either. I get if you're, I get if you're far enough away from it, but I thought it was funny when they were like right next to them, people were still, but they like bumped him like, Oh, what's going on here? Um, it just another thing that made me laugh. That's like a silly, it's not a nip or not a knock. It's just like a funny thing. Like, well, that's just, that's just fun. Uh, but yeah. that, I mean, Again, that sequence incredible. I'm exhausted at the end of that sequence. Like, oh my god, like I've been through a fight. Like, this is bananas. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I was like worried, uh, and I don't know why. Obviously, I shouldn't admit I'd read, heard, but like you said, when he starts running away, I was like, we're we not gonna get to see them fight. Like, <laughs> like what's going on here? Like, like I should know better, obviously. But for a split second, I was like, okay. And then it came back. And like, yeah, okay, that would have been and that would have been how most movies would waste Scott Atkins. Right, <laughs> they, right, right. But they right. were like, no, not not John Wick. We will not waste Scott Atkins like that, Um, which was great. I really yeah. appreciated that. 
But I'm um, glad he did so good too. Like you were talking about like him being like on the same level as Lawrence Fishburne almost. And it's like that just goes to show you how good he is and that they, you know, he needs to get more. Yeah. He's yeah. Been, I'm at, he's been on talk shows this week, like big, like oh, all talk. over the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Charming the place. as hell. Yeah. It's like if all I've been telling friends is if, if this leads to anything, I hope it leads to just a little more budget so he can spend more time making the movies he wants to make. That's all. Or a couple of Netflix movies. Like he, you give these budgets to everybody else. Like let him start a Netflix movie. Do that. Give us that. <laughs> yeah. Nazarian. Yeah. Nazarian bros spinoff. Give me that. Bro. Like in a heart. Bro. Bro, come on. But at this point in the movie is when I had to take a pee break. Cause, cause I think yeah. in the timeline of the movie, we're at like an hour 45. I think so. Yeah, like that. Like, that, like maybe right. two yeah. hours. And my bladder was like, get up. Like yeah. go now or you won't make it another hour. Yeah. And I figured it was a slow part in the film. And from everything other you guys said, yeah, like here's you know, like a little bit, you know, like of the dialogue or whatever. So I didn't miss anything. But yeah, my bladder was like, get the fuck up. Go pee, please. <laughs> as soon as I saw, uh, saw uh, now, Scott, uh, I peed. So I was like, I'm good. I have to leave. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> to people around me. I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm sorry. It's Scott Atkins. Uh, <laughs> I can't hold my pee around him. Uh, <laughs> I know what this guy can do to me. Yeah, <laughs> I pray that I never, I never meet him in in real life. That's the scene. Well, <laughs> oh, God, it's so sorry. funny because, oh, like, I mean, I've watched oh so many of his movies that when he shows up on screen, I just went like this to my wife, and she goes, "Yes, babe, it's Scott Atkins." And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I was like babe, ah? I, uh, yes, babe, it's Scott Atkins. Like, oh, she knew. Eh, like, anytime anyone showed up on screen, I just kind of go, ah, eh? like, yes, honey, I know. Okay, I know, I know, and I'm like, huh, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I feel I was gonna say, I felt was, so bad uh, for Ange. Oh. Go ahead, oh, James, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I was just gonna say that it's really to what Chris was saying. That like, that's my one little thing where I was like, you know, when we got out of the movie, I was telling my kid, I was like, oh, well, I got this friend. Uh, you know, we've been friends for years on Twitter, and he even has this podcast that he used to do with this guy. I mean, hey, look, I got it right here. You know, he's... <laughs> I kind of know him. I, I kind of know him, right? Yeah, <laughs> I have. I have mentioned people, and like, I think one of my friends who saw like a Scott Act movie with me was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, I think we watched like a Benjamin together, and I was like, "I know a guy that that knows him. That's a podcast." He's like, "It's cool," but like nobody yeah, that's, else. That's would my even... daughter's too. She's yeah. like, "Okay, <laughs> I couldn't. Yep. I could care less." Yeah. You're like, <laughs> "I don't think you realize how cool this is." Right. Yeah. I, this is. I'm gonna have to re-explain movie. why this is fucking cool. <laughs> I need you. I literally got cool. home to see him. <laughs> I got home and on Thursday nights, my wife plays plays pool. So we got home at approximately the same time because I saw it a later show. And the first thing as I come walking in, she's like, I was Scott Atkins in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she, knows. Uh, she knows. She knows. I, it's funny. And I was going to say, like, I could not wait for anybody else to see this movie because I had to go Thursday night, like as soon as I got off work and like. Because I don't know about you guys, it's harder to get your friends together to see movies when you get older, it I is. feel like. It's, I used to be very easy to gather my group of friends up in our early 20s and be like, we're going to see a totally. new movie. I can't totally. wait for anybody. I'm like, I, someone has a baby, somebody's got this going on, that going on. I'm like, listen, guys, I'm I'm going without you. So <laughs> I was like, I could not wait for anybody else. Um, even my girlfriend a few weeks ago, I'd said like, oh, I'm so excited for John Wick 4. And she goes, oh, I've never seen a John Wick movie. Like, should we watch them? And I'm thinking like, 
I want to show you them. I'm so excited you even volunteered that, but I don't know how it's going to go because I don't think she likes violence that much. And I'm like, well, it's oh. going to be nonstop violence for a long time. <laughs> like, uh, but I appreciated she even took the interest, but then we never got around to it. And I was like, I got to go to John Wick 4 myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, I know there's certain movies. Like I know my wife had seen the other John Wicks. I rewatched them before the end of the year because I got the set in 4k. So I rewatched them and she'd come in, you know, like here and there. I like, I know the type of movie she would like. And like, even during our trailers, I could tell uh, which movies I'm going to see on my own and which I'm going to wait for her. Evil dead is one I get to see by myself. Cause she was like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to that. But then, Oh, there's other movies where she's like, actually, that looks pretty good. I'm like, okay, that is code for I like I'm gonna see it with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Evil Dead yeah. Rise, I think, is gonna be a by myself. Uh because <laughs> I don't think anybody else is uh even my sister, who's like a big horror fan, is gonna be, but I, I think it might be too much for her because I think she saw the last Evil Dead and was like, what the fuck? Like she was like, This is a lot. I mean, it's a very that if it's anything like that, it is Chris's face. It's like it's so crazy violent. Yeah. Seen a lot of movies, so much blood. Um, I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong, but it is like, whew, this is this is something. Um, but yeah, I I had to go to that first screen, and I was yeah, it, I was so excited. I was like just giddy. Um, and then I'm like, but I'm feeling tired, but not in a bad way. Like I'm exhausted at certain points in the movie, but I'm like, I think he wants me to feel exhausted here. <laughs> like is um because after we get done with this, the Scott Atkins scene. I'm like, oh my god, they have like another hour left. What the, what else can they do? Like, you know, it's like, and then they. Oh, and do they ever use that hour? <laughs> oh my god, do they use that hour? <laughs> they, they uh, I mean, I guess if we could jump to to Paris now, mm -hmm. which becomes, then I love I know where becomes the Warriors, like with the DJ and everything. Yeah, uh, it's I did not expect that. It was incredible. I was like, and even yeah. more Clancy Brown. Yes. Oh God! Yeah, didn't even talk about Clancy Brown. I was yet. gonna say, did we even bring him up at the beginning? I don't think we did. No. As soon as he popped up on screen, I went, Andy Highlander. <laughs> I literally, was like, I was like Kurgan. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Highlander. Did a whole podcast about it uh, like a year or so ago with our friend, uh, my friend Hayden, and uh, I fucking love. Highlander. I remember I listened to that episode, and I was Me like, too. I was like, well done, guys. Well done. Well done. I, I am a Highlander nerd through and through. Uh, so I was trying to tell Hayden about the lore. I was like, Hayden, you got to listen to me. Like, I've watched a TV show. I feel like a crazy person. I was like, there's a group. I have watchers, the complete see? series on my phone. I have it on yeah. iTunes. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, so I I hope Chad Sahelski does a Highlander movie at some point. Oh, my God. I Let's not even talk about it right now, because okay, if it doesn't right. come to fruition, I'll be pissed off beyond all belief. Oh. I am happy doing the Ghost of Tsushima movie. I think that's actually, that's like happening. The ball's rolling, I think. And oh, like, he has said... He has said that he is working on the Kurosawa mode for it. Oh my God. Wow. Oh dear God. <laughs> I bet is, you. Is that like a separate version? Kind of like the, what was it? No. Chrome and so, whatever, like Mad so, Max was, you know, like the Chrome edition or whatever. In the game, you can turn on the Kurosawa mode, which adds the grain to it and all the grain filter. Uh. And it like, it makes all the whites like super, super white. He's going to do that on the movie. I imagine for like the home release is he's mm -hmm. going to go oh, in okay. and re like mm -hmm. 
in post add the Curacao filter on there. And I'm just like, <laughs> don't threaten me. <laughs> <a good time. laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, just Chad Sahelski in general, we a few times he mentioned it, but I mean, amazing job directing this. I'm like, give the guy a blank check because he keeps, he's made every movie more profitable, more money has been made every movie. He keeps getting Which better is and better. shocking for a number four right. to open up even higher Oh, then the number three of oh, despite it being nearly three hours long and R rated. Yeah. Yep. It's <laughs> it's incredible. When you think about that, it's incredible. Three hours long and unrated or R rated are like two huge hurdles that most movie studios are like, uh, can you cut it? Can you you know in but March? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like March is the month to beat, apparently now. Everything oh comes out in March. <laughs> I know. My god, they stacked March. I mean, if back to shazam they would have been smart to move that up into february or maybe oh, back yeah easily april i don't know why they put it out in march because it's like no. scream six john wick four I, there's something else i'm forgetting creed three i it's think like they put it in march because of the flash in june august is oh. blue beetle and november's aquaman so they have them spaced out like three months apart they, they should have backed up to february i feel like that was like, i agree i feel like that was kind of a desert of a month like and then it was like march was stacked like march was absolutely stacked um and it's so crazy that an r-rated three-hour-long action hardcore action movie like is thoroughly beating up a family-friendly superhero movie like it's like a sequel to it it's like it is destroying it it's like that when you say that out loud it's like well that's unexpected <laughs> but um it's crazy. So I Stahelski, I mean, the, what he's done with the series is like so incredible. I think I've I think I've seen him get better as a filmmaker as it's gone along. Like it just mm -hmm. everything he does gets bigger and better. Like because bigger is not always better, but I think in the John Wick series, I would argue it might be. <laughs> like I would um, agree. So oh yeah, okay. So we're <laughs> start talking about it. where are we in the movie now? We're, we're are we Paris, all right? Paris. We got okay, to Paris. The Warriors. Yes. Yep. He gets his cool new suit. Yes, get married and Mary. his his <laughs> fucking his pistol. That you know how much that thing cost? I, no, I didn't want to look it up because I didn't want to be sad. One of my <laughs> friends sent it to me. It's like almost eight grand just for the pistol itself. Wow, worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> As they are describing this gun, uh -huh. I just slowly just look over at Ashley, and she goes. <laughs> No. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now that I know it's eight grand, it's a definite no. Huh, babe? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, yep. But just the look of the pistol, and mm -hmm. I don't know a, what it is with Keanu when he just. Oh, it's. He slides back on the hammer. I'm just like, I found this arousing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I do. This is, this is gun coupled porn, with <laughs> coupled with the over the top. You know, I got it from a guy who knows a guy who shot a guy. Like, just yeah. cool <laughs> with the line. I'm like, I'm like, nobody else on this planet could deliver the lines that Lauren Fishburne delivers in this movie. Nobody. We but it would we... come off as dumb. It would come off mm -hmm. as like cheesy. But nope, it's 100 perfect the way Lawrence Fishburne does it. And then we, well, actually, oh, prior to that is when we got like. Or the setup of the wager where it's like, oh, yeah, if John wins, he gets his freedom and Winston gets his his whole life back, basically, like mm -hmm. the hotel and everything, like all rebuilt, blah, blah, blah. If he loses, they're both dead. And then we jump to like that 
Good point. Beautiful. We missed the entire. Yeah, sorry, we didn't even think. Yeah, that's a great scene when you're sitting <laughs> yeah, there with it's like those I old gold like cards, and it's like this cool like. I, I didn't visual. understand the cards as they're flipping them over. I was like, "Is the number supposed to mean something?" And so I was glad that they said, "Oh, this means this." And I was like, "Oh, okay." But I guess it's yeah, like because I didn't like, get either. As they were explaining, I was kind of lost. I was like, "Wait, so what? You pick that, or you?" It's like I was so confused at who was picking what exactly. So I. Uh, what I was thinking, or I, I may be wrong, I don't know now you are making me question it, but like the, <laughs> the card numbers, you know, whoever had the higher one, whatever that last person had said, that means they got that choice, right? Ah, so okay, like, yeah. Oh, okay. that makes a, perfect sense. Okay, okay now so like, I missed the whole thing. James yeah, is I'm fucking a smart fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> See, James, this is good stuff you're putting in here. It's like, it's... <laughs> that makes sense because, you know, the actual one guy goes, you know blades and then he says pistols and i'm like well who gets who wins and <laughs> that's what i said his card is higher i feel the whole like, idiot all right man, really i feel the whole whose card is higher i paid attention then. once <laughs> i'm just gonna mute myself james you go ahead and take over the rest of the conversation <laughs> the number's <laughs> higher hey, you, <laughs> help, listen, you help with nunchuck stuff we got everybody's got it's like everybody's james got our stuff attention. chris has guns you have nunchucks what have I brought to this? No, I'm just kidding. The hosting I just, duties. I just, <laughs> the hosting drive, duties. I just drive this car. Uh, I don't. That's a tough job. You are the poor bastard that has to edit this. <laughs> Andy, you so know what you bring to the table. I, I know. I know you don't. <laughs> I go and clean some stuff up and chop off the end in the beginning, and <laughs> my job is done. So good. Um, uh, no, this it's all going to stay in. Uh, so speaking of in that case, no, just, <laughs> yeah, just say whatever stuff you want, James. I'm glad you put that up because I we were thinking like I don't know what how this is working, but whatever, I get it. Like I get yep. the end game of this, but um, that makes more well, sense. There you go. Now. Hmm. I love how everything in this John Wick universe is so like over the top and operatic. Like every every choice feels like how are we going to pick? Oh, we use these old sweet cold cards like you know it's like it's just everything it's not just a playing card it's like a like a metal placard right it's like like (laughs) what everything has to be i think the the kids would say it's extra or you know it's everything is very extra in the john wick universe it's very like it can't just be this thing has to be gold-plated or it can't be that it's got to everything is like very fancy and very operatic yeah that's like i mean even how they got to that scene is also, you know, another weird John Wick universe thing where, you know, Winston goes to the marquee and is like this old code. He's got it, you know, with the little stamp. Yeah. Like, it's, duel. yeah. Like, you yeah it's almost like a scroll. Yeah. So like that's one. And then even like whenever John Wick is doing the thing with Natalia or whatever. And they, or is it Katya? I, which one's her real name? <laughs> anyway. Um, and she has, he has to like get the Game of Thrones. Pressed. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> This is a whole other thing, part of this universe. You know, like yeah. you can't do the duel unless you're part of it. Like, it's just all these weird little things, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. And I just go lot, along with but, it. Yeah, know. they're like, they. I'm just like, whatever you say, movie. You know, it's like now he has to go do this thing, get a new ticket. I barely knew what the ticket did last time or how he got it, right, but whatever. Your ticket got cool. ripped, yeah, or it's broken, like, or whatever. Then he has to go like. kill somebody, get another thing, get the family. Has it's you know, it's all. I love all this stuff. Like some people, yep, I think, yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. It's too there's almost too much i don't like i think i can't i'm sorry i think andy said earlier maybe or chris but about how they they give you enough like tidbits about the universe but they don't over explain like mm-hmm. which i some people have complained about they're doing these spin-offs now they're doing continental show they're doing a uh a ballerina is the movie and yep. people are worried they're going to explain too much about the inner workings of the universe i'm like maybe but i could i could take more i don't need like you know like i do like they kind of give you 
just enough of the movies. I hope I hope those spinoff things don't go overboard with, you know, kind well, of like. OK, I'm sorry, but OK, you're touching on something that also deals with like prequels and sequels and whatnot. Yeah, like, that that's fine. Like if someone wants to let that bother them like that, <laughs> let them let that bother them. Like you don't have to watch it. It doesn't yeah. affect yeah. your original John Wick universe, uh, not knowing all the details. If you don't want to know all the details, don't watch the thing that tells you all the details. Let someone else watch it. They can enjoy it. You can move on. You don't have to tell me that you're going to hate that thing that you're not ever <laughs> going to watch either. Please don't tell me that. You know, it's like, I just don't, I never, I don't get it. It's just like, move on. Like, yep. watch Ballerina or don't. Like, yeah. if, if you're worried that you're going to get something you don't want, don't watch it. Or like, if you do get something you don't watch and you do watch it, be okay with it and just pretend like you didn't watch it. Like, I don't understand. I don't, <laughs> is that hard? Is this is hard? wise advice. Yes, it is. It is very wise advice. Right. This is good. This is good stuff while you're here. It's, it's like you're giving it us a spy. It seems so simple. He's very wisdomous. Yep. I know. You're like sitting there like a wizard the and parting your... You're like the Clancy Brown of this <laughs> whole thing. Like You come in and kind of say some wise things with your nice, your beard. And then, you know, we, it's like... Uh, <laughs> beard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon he's going to start telling us now, Andrew, a man's worst should not uh, should not exceed his his vision. Or grandma. Wait, what? <laughs> he's going to come to you and be like, someone on Twitter challenged you to a duel. You've got to meet at dawn and, you know, come to this place and blah, blah, okay. blah. As long as I don't have to walk up those goddamn steps. Okay. Oh, Dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my we can... thighs were hurting just watching that scene. Like my thighs and my knees are like, oh my God, this looks so painful. No, Matt, no, Matt, we can't because then you would skip the whole car i, can't, I know the i can't car, okay, the, art, the, the, house, the, like, the car sequence was fucking there's nuts. Still multiple when, sequence <laughs> when when keanu drives that car in that circle around that circle of guys just blasting them again a time where i was like eh, like i was like 18 like, different drifts around <laughs> so I was wonderful like, gonna keep going it's amazing like i just kept thinking they're gonna cut it's like nope he just keeps he's like i'm gonna kill every single one of these guys and i'm circling around i was losing it i was like man they just they just keep going like they they let you have all of it when he when guys get hit with cars in the circle and they flip in the air and he still shoots them like (laughs) why that poor guy's last moments like i'm using the car as a weapon is one of my favorite things like in the movie like just flinging cars with the you know flinging people with the door like you know hitting people with the door hitting people with the car but you know it's it's all flipping people into coming oncoming cars right. i'm like i've done that actual throw before but not when not a car's a coming car. <laughs> thank not, god not into a car that's good you guys would be talking to me right now but yeah. uh and then it goes into like uh, matt you said like an homage to the warriors where like oh the lady on the radio is giving updates of where he is but speaking in code right yeah. to where <laughs> assassins all, like like all know about it so it's like, and that goes into uh, the Marquis being a coward because he's like, he's like, guys, look, uh, here is oh the hit contract on John, even though I have a wager with him to meet at dawn. Fuck that. Like, I found it interesting that he was willing oh, to cheat. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah he was he was like willing to pay more. So he didn't have to go through with the whole thing. Because if John Wick doesn't show up, then he wins. He's the victor. And now the high table's power is all thanks to him. And he has unlimited clout. But it, you're right. He was willing to do it not in an, in an honorable way. 
which mm-hmm. seems counter to the John Wick universe. Everything's always been honorable to a right. point. This is, yeah, he's like the most honorable, unhonor, unhonorable character in the whole universe yeah. up to this point, basically through the whole yeah. movie. Just and all funny. the rules, like, <laughs> and I yeah. like that his number two is as like as awful as he is. Oh, Zorora's a he's a fucking shitbag in this movie. He's the goddamn Terminator. He shows up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Marco Zorora, we barely even talked about him. He's awesome. Oh, yeah. He comes in like every time he just yeah, comes in. Yeah, like the Terminator say he just shows up and you're like, well, this guy's a fucking brick shit house. He's gonna kick <laughs> everybody's ass. Like uh I mean six foot five he, of pure Chilean kick assness. <laughs> he's great. I mean, it's another like DTV action guy that come in and use super well in this. Like, um, when he gets killed, holy shit, another great crowd cheered as well yes because it was another well-earned death like stahelski knows and the story writers know what to do when you have a villain who's who's tried to who threw a dog into an oncoming car didn't care oh that part i was like oh yeah mm mm-hmm Okay, I was like, Mark. how is the dog okay? Like, I'm glad it's okay, but I'm like, I, I know. know I well, like... <laughs> I mean, John had just been hit by five of them, so it's okay. Well, the dog got hit by, by a windshield. <laughs> but then you see him later, and he and he keeps showing up, and he keeps targeting this dog, and you're like, you're gonna you're gonna get it, bud. And sure enough, yeah. Nuts Plus, if he doesn't. <laughs> oh, the dog pisses Plus, on his head. Just he's oh, the <laughs> golf. He's, just, he's yeah, the reason. Round of applause. Yeah, that's what. Got he's the reason. Oh, for Donnie's most hysterical line in the entire movie. Fuck off. Oh yeah. God! Gosh! Oh, yes, uh, it's so, so I, good. I was I was laughing like out loud at just his delivery. Fuck off! I was like, oh, so good, dude. So fucking good. that. And oh. then it started when they team up because you know we have that whole we touched on earlier that whole awesome overhead drone shot, dragon breath shotgun, which is the coolest. Mm. I mean, I don't think any scene this year. Look, Indy, I. I love you. Harrison Ford, you're the coolest guy who's ever lived. I don't think you're going to beat that scene in John Wick 4. I love Indiana Jones, and I'm going to enjoy every part of it, but I don't think I'm going to walk away if going... If Indiana Jones came in with a shotgun Russia. with Dragon's Breath, like shooting, I'd be... That would be something else. Be not, my Indy. not my Indy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not mine. a bit violent for him, but he's older now. He's got he's to rely on some different stuff. Um, Maybe I he'll mean, hide in a fridge when he gets shot with a Dragon Breath shotgun. Shut up, people. Oh, it's a great God. movie. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can come on and talk about it with me and uh, Ken. We do the Indiana Jones series. I okay, mean, hey. Maybe James, too. Um, I think Chris nobody... also loves it, too. You wanna... okay. Do you all want to come I'm the lone yes. center here, I think, on Indy 4. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, I thought that, for a second. That's my you... one Spielberg... Uh... Miss yeah. uh, misfire, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. We all make terrible decisions from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys, no, I have sorry. not been able to find anybody who wants to talk about Crystal Skull. So, uh, hey, if I'll you talk want about in, it. Listen, I'm gonna warn you right now. I'm probably I'll not gonna be very positive it. about it, but we might need your positivity to to balance out my negativity. But uh, um, okay, perfect. Uh, we'll see. Love I haven't watched it since the theater. Maybe this time Chris I'll be like, like hey. Chris is like thinking about it. No, it's Look, like it's not as great as the other ones, but it's still entertaining. It's still indie. It's still Harrison Ford being Indian. I think if they changed a couple things, it would have been a lot stronger. I think the over. Oh, agreed. Sorry to go on. I feel like a quick tangent. The over reliance <laughs> on CG did that movie zero favors. Yeah. 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 I think from a story perspective and the fact that indie as a franchise was designed to be an homage to like all the 50s serials of uh, the plot line of four makes a lot of sense. 
Mm-hmm. I just think that, oh, the weak villain shoehorning in Shia mm-hmm. and the over-reliance on CG hurt the movie. I still enjoy it. It is the weakest of the four. Yeah, yep. it's more like the I whole agree. execution is just wasn't well done, you know, and that, that's crazy coming from Spielberg. It's like he's usually pretty good about realizing, hey, this isn't quite, you know, what needs to be done. But in that case, maybe he just wasn't into it as much. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah. yeah. It, uh, again, to finish off his tangent, the weird thing is, Dragon Breath, Dragon Breath Shotgun. They had so long to work on that movie, and like they come back yeah. for that script. And I just, again, Spielberg still doing pretty well at that point. Kind of a hot Munich, War of the Worlds. Like he's not lost his touch. So, you know, I don't know what happened. It's strange. We'll talk about it. Okay, come back and listen. <laughs> Down the road. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, podcast tease. So <laughs> now, we, now we can get to this sequence that made me like leave my spiritually my chair i felt like i wanted to get up out of my chair and just applaud the the drone shot the crane shot sequence over the top when he's going through that like apartment building with the shotgun i could not believe what i was watching i was like this is incredibly well done and in a movie full of amazing action sequences that one just like knocked me back at like a different degree than anything else i'd seen at that point because it just the way it's shot, the way it's executed, the fucking shotgun shooting fire. It's like the way it's such, edited. The way it's edited. I mean, it's it's amazing. There were there were audible like oh from my entire audience throughout that scene. No, not just at the start. Numerous times as stuff was happening. Yeah, I would hear a oh oh like as it was going on for what like the over. Oh, three minutes that it is that yeah, it goes on for a impressed. while yeah that was that was a, oh chad stahelski being like you guys ain't seen nothing yet i'm gonna pull something off right now that <laughs> you guys haven't fucking seen before <laughs> it's yeah i felt like i was like really i drove like i felt like it was buzzing with that sequence was done or when it was happening i was just like what like i just i felt i feel jaded sometimes as like a movie especially like action movies i feel like i've seen so much great stuff and when someone shows me something i really feel like i haven't seen before it is it is like extra exciting where i'm like what is this <laughs> like this is a madman stuff who does this um chad Sahelski again like i j- i loved it i put it up like immediately when i left i was like i just watched one of the best action set pieces i've ever seen than anything and i mm-hmm. i'm not somebody's hyperbolic i said that on twitter like i don't say stuff like that lightly i really felt that way it was and the whole movie's amazing that's the crazy part there's so much amazing stuff in this that that scene stands out somehow even more is like it's crazy i just i can't wait to see i hope on like the blu-ray 4k there's like a making of behind the scenes of that sequence because i really want to see how that went down um it's fantastic anybody else want to say anything about that i mean I yeah well the mic here so <laughs> no no you're, you're good but i was gonna say i mean tying right back into spielberg i i listened to the a4e episode they talked about john wick obviously earlier and uh i think mike was talking about you know in minority report you know they do a similar the over the head shot you know whenever oh, all yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the apartment the search apartment thing and how they yeah. filmed that and you know how spielberg had all the built outs where they could do the camera up there so it will be interesting to see because I'm curious now too. Like, did because they did have a big budget, was he able to actually do a lot of how much practical versus you know just little CG touch ups here and there, whatnot? You know, like how they implemented it all is going to be really cool to watch because you yeah. know obviously they did it amazingly because we've seen the final product already. But <laughs> it'll be cool now once we get like the Blu-ray and get to see some special features on 
how he was able to bring all that together so smooth yeah i mean it was nice and you talking about it too it's almost like you know it it doesn't go on too long it works it's like just the perfect amount i think you know of, of time that they do that uh scene because it is kind of like he's I, I you know i've only seen it the one time right so i'm trying to remember exactly what happens but I feel like even in that scene, like you were saying, people are going, oh my, oh, oh, and you know, they're reacting <laughs> as the scene's going on. It's because he, even in there, it's it's like another one of those little John Wick mini movies, right? Like right. he's like one-upping <laughs> himself. Oh, then he's got to reload, but he's out of dragon's breath, but there's some more. Oh, here's another guy with the dragon's breath shotgun. He's going to get that one, you know? And then the way he takes that guy down is going to be some cool, you know, John Wick move. So it's like, it's, it's just perfect. I mean, how does he do it? I don't know. You know, Chad, what's up, man? Just <laughs> yeah, know. tell us your secrets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and then the way he brings it back like, down for a minute. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then goes back up. That's, you know, like, I forgot so about that. It's like a teeny breather. And then, oh, no, we're back into it. I was like, oh, we're back? What? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like so excited. Um, Andy, Chris, anything else on that whole sequence? Uh, <laughs> it, it is a technical marvel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as I said at the start of like, our whole review is this is a cast and a crew at the at the highest of their powers like he have designed this whole action scene and they made it happen and it's something i've yeah. never seen before in live action on that scale is it's not just like just a shot or two it goes on for minutes at a time right and i'm it's like not like one quick gag it's like it goes on like they plan this out like oh yeah i don't know how they do it and i'm with james i can't wait to see the extra features on this because you know that they're gonna have they have to have something on this they have to yeah yeah i know studios have gotten like i feel like stingier like they've gone lighter on special features but i feel like this team or chad Kelsey is the kind of guy who'd actually probably push for that i would think to be like add more stuff on the blu-ray you know like add more stuff so i hope there's a good bunch of stuff because i would love to see how they made it well a bunch of this stuff just not even that sequence but a whole bunch of stuff in this movie because it it I, you're right it is like people working at like everybody at the height of their powers they've been they've been perfecting this like style for years and like this is the mountaintop is what it feels like it's like we've reached the the peak here so um yeah and then i think we get to the I think we get to the last major action set piece in the movie, the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my God. These stairs. stairs. <laughs> like, we, everybody is physically exhausted in the movie and re- in the audience. I felt like my audience was tired, but not in like a, we're tired of this movie. Like we are tired for the character. Like let this man get to the top of these stairs. And it's an amazing, when he gets to the top of the stairs and gets kicked back down is like, this re- I couldn't describe the reaction I heard. It was like, oh, like no, it was like, like watching people watch. But, like, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just that he got kicked off the stairs. Yes, it sat this poor stuntman <laughs> goes down, hits the hits the flat part. Oh no, goes again. Yeah, and again. All the way, and we know there's 220 stairs because they said it. You have <laughs> 220 stairs. That yeah. motherfucker went down every single stair. I do stunt Oscars right there. There's a yep. reason. Are that we need him? Is that poor stunt man 
fell down 220 motherfucking stairs for our enjoyment, people. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, everyone in my theater was like, oh, oh. And then when it kept going, I heard people start to laugh because it Me is too. almost like, like, come on, this pork. And then <clears throat> lands at the bottom. And I'm like, he's got to go all the way back up. And as First, someone has to do cardio now, you know, because of my doctor's orders, I'm like, that stairmaster, no, no. Dude, my knees and my thighs are just on fire watching the movie. I can't imagine having to go back up those stairs. Terrible. Yeah, physically. <laughs> Andy, what were you gonna say? Oh, we just Fuck forget the- that he lands halfway down and then Marco does a cool slide down on the side and then oh, yeah. throws his ass on the into the light post and then he rolls down the oh. other hundred and some odd stairs. It's just like and then he just at the bottom and then who walks up? The coolest motherfucker on the planet. And he's just like, you know, how much how you know when's uh uh you know sunrise, sunrise John? yeah i don't know two two and a half three three minutes <laughs> it's, it's, it's like well we better get you up there and seeing donnie Yen and keanu reeves team up was like if i i had just left my my body during that warehouse fight now i i came back down i was like oh nope my spirit's leaving again <laughs> the spirit's like, leaving again i it just it doesn't stop it is like in the best way relentless i yeah but that that feeling of Chad Sahelski knowing everybody's like so relieved he got to the top of the steps and how sad and disappointed to be when he gets kicked back down yep. the steps because it got such an audible reaction. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking if they don't make a stunt Oscar category after this year, this, this should be the reason it exists. Yeah. Like it should have existed already, but like it should be, this should be the catalyst to be like, okay, we got to give out a stunt Oscar. Like, and I don't know why they don't. True. I mean, that's not this whole, this whole topic, but it's like they're a huge part of a ton of movies. I don't understand. I, I don't know. Whatever. It's the Oscar. Awesome I would argue they're some of the biggest parts of the movie because yeah, you yeah. you know you have to have a human being there first for your CGI and stuff to augment what's happening, and somebody has to roll down the stairs. Like even in a, a Marvel movie, somebody's in a suit with little you know ping pong balls on it. That's they're <laughs> motion capturing him or her to do this stunt. So the, yeah, the fact that it's not there is irritating. The fact that Vulture did theirs is great and i feel bad for any movie going up against this next year in vultures uh but this led to my second favorite donnie in line chris said the first one but when marco goes you know you cannot hit me and then or you know shoot me and he goes and then donnie's like oh, you're right and then he punches goes but i can punch you motherfucker it's <laughs> the funniest like the theater laugh Everybody was just like, oh, yes, this guy's getting what is his comeuppance finally. And then as they continue to go up the stairs together, Donnie Yen using his cane to, like, see where the actual staircase, mm-hmm. you know, is. And, like, so, that so, up. Fucking it was so good. cool. Um, him getting mad that he's getting blood on his cool white turtleneck. This <laughs> <laughs> character he, beats. I mean, yeah, he he close to stealing the movie as you can from oh. Keanu. I mean, he might really steal it. I, he I, ran away with it for me. He, no, I, I do think it's cool, too, that I felt like there had people in my screening who don't know who Donnie Yen is, or barely know who Donnie Yen is, or maybe I've seen him know his name, but I felt like I could feel him becoming, like, a star in this movie, you know, or to the people who don't know him, they're like, this guy's fucking awesome, like, because everything he did, and the more he kept showing up, people were like, they just seemed like they loved everything he did, like, they laughed at his lines, They the stuff he did was cool, like, 
uh, I mean, I just, I was so happy because like, man, this is great. Cause Johnny Ann is again, 60 years old. The man's been at it a long time. So I was yep. like, oh, this is great. He's really getting like to shine in this. So, um, and yeah, he shines at the end, even when he comes in, the stair sequence is incredible. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so tired, but in a good way again, I'm like, this is, it's like, and then they get to the duel and I'm like, well, how's this going to go now? Because, you know, now we finally reached this, this climax, this whole thing. Oh. And I'm like, are they going to kill John Wick? Are they going to kill Donnie Yen? I was like, I don't want to see Donnie Yen die. It was like, can we, you know, so I don't know your thoughts on the ending or how that played out. I know who wants to go first, Andy. I feel like you're <laughs> okay. Sure. Oh, um, well, first off, when the, the music's hits and I was ready for the good, the bad, the ugly theme to start kicking oh, yes. at the very <laughs> end, like with the horns when they're in, but uh, I, I thought it was, a, it was just, I mean, first off, uh, beautiful scene and i think much like we talked about how john wick lives in a altered universe to ours the visuals are too so like colors are turned up just a bright you know just more than normal stuff's like heightened in every way shape and form so like the sunrise behind him looked ridiculously cool the little bits with him and winston were great and clancy brown's there and donnie yen fuck off um <laughs> and then you know the tracker and his dog sitting over kind of watching everything unfold it was i was like man chad really said he was giving us the good the bad the ugly and he fucking did like it's just a modern day western <laughs> he yeah, um, no, he delivered on that i would say yep. <laughs> like um james how do you feel we got that whole that whole ending dual sequence uh it was a wild ride to get there but uh, i just want to say that <laughs> yes we also have to his name is now ingrained Donnie fuck off yen, right? Like that's that's his name now. <laughs> it's not Donnie Yen. It's Donnie fuck it's off. Donnie yen. fuck off yen. Okay, I'm on so, board. He'll probably be on board with that. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I mean, I'll go back to even, you know, kind of like the stairs, like leading up to the the duel, right? Like you know, were talking about how people started laughing. Like uh I had mentioned a while back, uh, you know, the Buster Keatonness of the John Wick movies and like the action and how you know, I was trying to explain it to my daughter who, you know, she doesn't know anything really or have much knowledge of like film history or blah, 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 whatever. And, and you're saying, you know, it's not really supposed to be funny, but it becomes funny at a point, right? Because he keeps going and going and you're like, oh, what, what's going on here? Wait, hold on. What, <laughs> why, why is he still going down these stairs? Right. And it's like, you know, like the, the old silent movies with Buster Keaton, you know, he was doing all these crazy stunts like himself, right? Like he would get hurt doing these crazy things. And some of them were scary and whatever, but they were also funny, right? Like mm -hmm. but it was also serious stuff like for him. So it's like, it's a nice parallel right there with all this stuff. And like, even the scene before that, with that, like how extended that car chase, like this car, car sequence is that action scene. It's like, it starts to become comedic, not funny, but it starts to get silly and like, but in a good way, right? Like you're, mm -hmm. you're to it and like, <laughs> this is ridiculous, but in the best way possible. <laughs> And it's, I don't know, it's just, that's a nice little thing. You were saying Looney Tunes too. Like, that's a nice, also, mm -hmm. like, kind of correlation <laughs> to it. But yeah, the, it, it's also, you're talking about character moments. Like, him and Donnie always being friends through this whole thing is so cool. Like, knowing that they have to go basically kill one or the other, but yet they're still friends through the whole movie, going up through all these guys the whole way. Than to start this duel where well one of us is gonna have to kill the other one possibly right you know it's just it how do you do that and like they they pull it off so well where you don't even question it you know like you believe that 
it's it's part of that that this world that that's what they do they have right. no choice in the matter like they they realize yeah we're, we're friends and we would be great friends outside of this world that we're stuck in but i mean the best moment to me obviously is when john doesn't shoot and <laughs> Marky believes he does and comes over there and gets his because <laughs> that's what we all wanted and that's what we got and the crowd loved it and it was the best moment probably in the theater so yeah and what's wait, what's what's his kiss off line or just what's the word he says to him before he shoots him who oh, oh for, what john wick says to uh bill skarsgård what's his oh, last what does he say is it like yeah or just say it's, yeah again because winston really says simple. something about, it's like, like he doesn't shoot or he didn't shoot Andy, anybody remember a prick or something like they call winston. him an arrogant asshole Winston yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, Winston goes, right. Winston you says, arrogant asshole. asshole. He didn't he shoot. Didn't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But does Wick say something? I don't Maybe. I, 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 don't I remember. swear he has some kiss-off line before he shoots him. Like, it's something really simple. Like, it's not like, confirmed or I don't know. It's like, he just, it's not, it's something yeah, really, it's not that, but it's like. They're missing. They should have done you. Because that's, yeah. you know, that's his <laughs> Now you got me something, wondering. I don't know. But, uh, I know. Sorry to make everyone now be like, what did people at home? Or what did he say? We're like, what do you say? I'll let you know tomorrow when I, you know, take <laughs> yes. my youngest to it's see it on spring break. The group, Andy. We need to know. I uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, I, that's true. I like how it's like things go on so much. This movie, it's like it's so over the top. You kind of have to laugh, but not in a way that you're laughing at it. You're just like, this is crazy. Like in a way where you're mm-hmm. just like, this is so wild. Um, but I love it. It's ridiculous, and I love it. Um, uh, hey, Chris, uh, your thoughts on like how this how this wrapped up. <laughs> I think for such an over-the-top, intricate, insane action movie and a series of all these action movies to end with a one-on-one where, oh, the main villain technically isn't involved in the final action scene, I think is pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Like... And ballsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to go off of everything that James said is Wick and Kane are friends. They have to do this and they will do it because it's their job. And they each have something on the line. If Donnie, he doesn't do it, his kid gets murdered. If, if John, he doesn't do it, he dies and Winston dies. So they're each in their own way. They are standing up for their family that's left. And for it to just end with just oh, 30 paces turn fire like that. It's so simple. And it goes back to what I feel happened in the first movie, which is it's a very simple movie. And this and then at the end of four, after three hours of over-the-top, insane action, it ends with a simple duel. Yeah. Fucking ballsy. <laughs> ballsy. It's, and then good, yeah. to see oh, the marquee get his fucking head blown off, <laughs> my whole theater like cheered and started clapping. Like all of us were just like about fucking time. <laughs> and the fact that Clancy Brown is like, he dead. <laughs> okay, Winston, you are the manager again and your hotel is going to be back. John, oh, you have your freedom and good luck, everybody. Yeah. And then everyone starts <laughs> to pack up all the shit and leave the marquee lying there 
with a fucking hole in his skull and blood over the floor. I was like, huh, that's kind of anticlimactic in a way. But but it fits with the fact that this isn't the real world because (laughs) fucking Clancy Brown's character is just like, yeah, he did. Yeah. Carry on, boys. Like, what the? This this part's done. I'm yeah. not like high table is going to be furious. It's just like, well, um, and I'm going to honor its word and have a good day. Adios. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Like, it, it goes back to that. It's like a job for everybody. It's, a, it's a, these assassins just doing a job. They get paid. Clancy mm-hmm. Brown. I don't think he liked uh, Bill Skarsgård. You get that impression. No, like no. But, I think but, he was very happy. He was like, oh, he was happy. Yeah, we don't have to deal like, with this prick anymore. <laughs> it's like when you just finish up at your job and you're like, okay, I can go punch out now. Like, he's like, the guy's dead. I'm looking around. Everything's great. Squared. I love how all his little pistols pick up stuff. Like, they pick up, like, the pistols. And, like, mm-hmm. it's like they're cleaning up after a party. It's like, okay, let's get our shit out here and go. Um, but they leave <laughs> oh, the marquee just, like, yeah. <laughs> fucking lying there in the middle of fucking Paris. Uh, I love it. It's just like, it's kind of back to like the saddest this world operates. Like, this is just how yep. this stuff goes down. No one's going to, they're just like, yeah, my job's done. All right, see you guys later. Like, yeah, he's so casual. He's like, oh, you get your hotel back. He's like, oh, you get to live. See you guys later. It's like, I'm clocking out. It's it's so great. It's, it is nice after we've seen so much crazy action in this movie to kind of end with a one-on-one duel is like, that's nice. We haven't seen that yet. You know, <laughs> just a one-on-one like um, pistol duel, good, bad, and ugly type, you know, Western standoff. It's like, well, that's different. So, um, and there's the even some stuff crazy forward. stuff in there yeah. too, because like Yen and Reeves are are hitting the other person oh, in yeah. like ways that they could survive a shot. I mean, yes. it's gonna suck. So <laughs> every time you see the bullet go through cleanly, you're like, oh yeah, the bullet went through cleanly. And then afterwards, uh, the the part that solidified Yen stealing the whole movie for me when he just walks up and kind of kneels next to him, just pats him on the back and calls him brother and like fights back tears. I was like. Yes, they let him act and they let him kick ass and they gave him a carrot. Like, this is what John Wick does best. And it was just like a fitting moment. And then John walks down and has a callback to the first movie where he's thinking about his wife and he lays down. But this time, thank you. He or may not get back up. I think, <laughs> oh, personally, uh, uh, the fact that he slumped over the exact same way he did in the first one, he survived. Okay, we can get to this now because I okay, yeah. I for one was kind of shocked that they killed him, and they kind of I I at the first I was when I first saw it and finished it, I thought they really killed him because they <laughs> gave him a gravestone. I thought he was gonna like uh they had Winston and uh, the King uh stand at his gravestone with the dog with his dog his dog yeah yeah, and I'm like, are they gonna do a thing where they like. They, it's just two of them. It's a gravestone. I thought they were doing a thing to get him completely out of this world where it's like all the other assassins think he's dead. Like just truly, I mean, even though he was out, like let him live a peaceful life. So no one comes after him. He so has a grudge. So, I, but then they never did a thing. I think I cut to him like at a cabin or so, you know, like, they, like a place that he's like peacefully living somewhere, but they never did that. They never cut to him anywhere else. So I'm like, did they really kill him off or, but then if I, I thought th- about it, I'm like, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, I, go ahead, yeah. I think oh they left it open to interpretation mm-hmm. so that if Chad Stahelski and Keanu decide, you know what, every idea that we have for five isn't as good as what we did in four, we could end it here. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful ending. He got his freedom, which ties into the dialogue of the movie, which is he'll only be free if he's dead. Right? Yeah, right. If they choose to 
they could say he's back that when he died in quotes he left the name of john wick dead he he went out to live the rest of his life and be a free man they could do something like that i think it was left open to interpretation that if they decide you know what we're good on john wicks do we have the spinoffs do we have the tv show are the story yeah, who's 60 some uh, years old doesn't want to come back and do it again. He kind of is tired. He's even I, said that like all the training for these movies is getting harder and harder on his body because not only are the stunts getting more insane, but oh, the training is going on even longer. Like uh, the training for part four was like six to eight months. Oof. Wow. <laughs> like, Oh, the first one was, I think two months. So it's getting longer and longer and he's getting older. So I personally think he survived, but I I could see the case for no, he's dead. Like, as Andy said, he slumps over in the same position. He doesn't wake up this time. And then it ends with a Winston's beautiful line and goodbye. And my son, I was like, Ooh, Ooh, the feels. Ooh, ah, ah. So that's yeah, I, I think I took it. I think because I really expected them to do the thing where they're like, we're gonna fake his death, he's not really dead, and show me something. They never showed me anything, so like really show me him doing something that I took it as pretty concrete. But the more I, what you're saying, I'm like, no, it is pretty open interpretation because it's very easy to do that if you ever want to do a five, like an old man wick or something, where it's like they go, then they can say, Oh, he wasn't really dead, we just did that. And the, the way that they're talking about it. it's a little bit kind of coy. Like I, they're kind of almost winking at each other. Like, is he in heaven or hell? I don't know. Like, how, like we both know he's alive. But we, we're going to keep that between us. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I like the I like the interpretation. It's like he could be alive or dead. We don't know. We're keeping it open because I think they also thought we can't top four. We can't top this movie. So we better just get out now and just go out on top. Because well, I I remember a before. A... Uh, they started shooting on four uh, that the plan was to do uh, number four and five at the same time. Oh, and yeah, then <laughs> right before a production started, they're like, actually, oh, because of how long oh, this one's going to take, all we're doing is four and then we'll start pre-production on five. And then right before uh, this one was out there, like we're taking a break from John Wick movies. And I was like, why are they going to take a break? And, and then you see the movie they are like, that's why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Stahelski has been in the Wick universe for how many fucking years now? Over Almost a decade, 10. I think. Or, yeah, basically Almost a decade because pre-production yeah. on four or the first one would be oh. probably 2013, I imagine. So good point. Yeah, so about so, maybe 10 years. He wants to do other stuff. He has all these other projects. Other... And the Rainbow Six movie. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> next to like next to like Liam, I've ne- I don't know any I've never read any other director has more potential <laughs> films that are going to be made than Chad Stahelski. Yeah, like, hey, he's got he's a lot. This. He's doing that. Highlander. <laughs> yep, you like that? The Crow. Uh, no, he's not doing The Crow. Maybe he is. Who knows? Like, it's just one of those things where he just gets everything did, thrown at him. <laughs> did all of you all stay for the post-credits? Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I didn't, but I found out. Oh, okay. Me and my wife were the only ones in the theater because I heard about it, and I was like, we're not leaving. Even <laughs> though I had I, no idea. I, and I didn't see anything about it, so I was like... Oh, really? I had no reason to believe. I just it, always Google honest. when like a big movie is like over. I'm like, is there a post credit scene? Yeah, I usually stay to the end <laughs> all the time just because I want everybody else to file out. So then I can just be like, oh, <laughs> we stay yeah. till I want to call it like the real credits begin. 
Because you know some yeah. movies have oh, like yeah. a little like mid credit animated stuff yeah. going on during things, and this one had one I think even yep. I mean, once it started actually scrolling with names, yeah. we got up in there. But <laughs> I already peed, so I was like, I can stay through the credits. It was I already peed halfway through. It's like it's fine. Oh, um, yeah, I wish I would. I didn't know, but it's I mean, very but... quick. I mean, it's just uh, it's setting up another spinoff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that's why. Arena uh, Sawayama's character going after Donnie Yen. It's very brief, though. It's like him seeing his daughter play, mm-hmm. and she kind of is in a crowd, and she pulls a knife really quick, and that's all you see, basically. That's it's very brief. Like if someone can. So I to, guess you know, it was yeah. shot with she stabs him. Oh. And he's on the verge of death, and then it cuts. Oh. Oh, but they edited it in a way where it's like, oh, she sees him, dude. She has the hood up, and then you see the knife. You know, extent and then it cuts. But there mm-hmm. is more to the post credits scene, oh, that they cut off because they wanted to kind of leave it open. They're they're big on that, I guess. They're like, let's leave it open yeah, so we don't. It makes sense. There was something I heard Give today from who I can't remember who posted it, but that there's there was literally one city in America that got a different post credit scene. Do you guys oh, hear yeah. about this? No. <laughs> yeah, no but nobody knows what it is. Something. No one, it's like, uh, yeah, it was, like, it was like on IGN or something, I think. It, it was IGN, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they like Chad Sahelski himself said, We put out one, one. I didn't say what city it was. They yeah. they have a different post credit scene. I'm not sure how different or what's different, but then apparently at the time they reported it. I'm sure now the internet's probably figured it out, but like nobody knew what the we different scene what was. It is. I know, <laughs> which is I'm on very... IGN right now trying to find it. Like, what? what? <laughs> a very interesting choice to give one city and then they put they wouldn't even probably realize what it was till they like go look it up and like oh shit we got a different scene <laughs> so interesting well, i can't find anything on it it's weird i'm i'm glad chad stahelski said that they did it because if not i'd be like is this another sinbad as a genie type thing oh, that God. we're talking <laughs> about here <laughs> no no that's a whole different thing <laughs> no i think yeah it came from him apparently i just i don't okay. know one day we'll cool. find out but uh but yeah, I okay. So James, do you think John Wick dead or alive? <laughs> That's a good name for the sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Wick dead or alive? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of of the starring, same mind. Yeah, starring Downey. Fuck off, Yen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm open to either. Like I, I, I think it can work either way. I, I think, um, you know, talking about like taking a break. You know, mm-hmm. that's good he should you know they all should really I don't know, whatever and you know like if they can figure out something that works and is just like really speaking to them for five and they want to get back together and do it do it right but i think that'll be the thing is if if nothing is like because right obviously we're talking about how amazing four is and can mm-hmm. another one live up to that do they want to try to live up to that they want to try to even reach those same heights and i don't i think that'll be the Side factors if they ever feel like, oh, okay, we finally got something that can, then maybe they'll come back and touch those I, waters again. But I almost know. feel if they ever revisited it, I, I, revis- those waters. <laughs> yeah. those I don't think I said, I think I just said revisited it. Uh, if they ever revisit it, they almost this might sound crazy at first, they almost have to go smaller because I feel like Keanu will be older, and I feel like you need to do some story where it's like. Again, like almost like old man wick or something like, and you go smaller scale. I mean, it'd still be, I, I'm not saying not to an action movie, but I don't know, maybe like Logan, maybe, I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to think how to even phrase this, but I'm just like, maybe don't do the globe hopping adventure. Maybe it's more like a, I don't know, like kind of 
It's similar in style to the first one where it's like all one city. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just go smaller, don't go all over the place, or maybe it's like John Wick in the woods. I don't know. But it's like a like a like a Rambo or something. Yeah. I don't know. But uh Or um, they kill his dog again and chaos again. ensues. <laughs> please don't do that. Uh, yeah, no, please, no. I can't take it again. Uh, <laughs> this is this is clearly why we don't write the movies, we just watch yeah. them. <laughs> I feel like the next one too would have to be someone coming after him because he'd be fully like, I don't want to do this anymore. They've got to, he can't go after anybody. You know what I mean? If like someone have to come after him mm -hmm. directly because I feel like he's done with all this now. Like, I love how he feels so tired of this whole movie. Like, he really does want to be done with this stuff. And you, you kind of feel okay if he's dead because you're like, the man just wants to rest. Like, he's been through so much. He's, he's in pain. He's been he's tired, man. He's tired. He wants just to go. He just wants out. He just wants, wants out. Done. He's everything just is wants shot, to stabbed, hit by cars, falling down 220 steps. Um, Am I the only one that laughed at the idea of like Ace Ventura uh, sequel when it's the Slinky going down the huge st <laughs> like uh, it's like Slinky? It's like uh, I, he's I, been poor. <laughs> I didn't think we we I didn't think we get a quote from When Nature Calls, but okay. Well, you never know. You never know on film feast. We go on a lot of tangents. Uh, they, so it's late. I'm saying insane things now. So anyway, but um, I don't think I asked you, Andy, though. Dead or alive, John Wick, the sequel that we're. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Dead or alive. Um, there's a part of me that says dead just because after all he's been through, I think that's the only way he truly can be at peace is yeah. dead. But there's also a part of me that sees the whole him being able to go mourn and, you know, like get out of this life and like go live as, you know, somebody who's not named John Wick. So um, again, either or if they choose to end it here, what a way to end it. If they bring back for five, it's, you know, as I posted in Chad Stahelski in 8711, I trust. <laughs> I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, also, before we go into, we're going to do John Wick rankings here real quick. But isn't it crazy that these keep doing so well, making so much money? Why aren't we getting way more big budget action movies? Because do people think they can't do it like this? They don't even try? They're like, I can't do 8711 Chad Stahelski stuff. I'm not going to, like, I know, like, uh, David Lettich is doing his own thing. But even that's on the same level as... Oh yeah. This. I, so I, I was just pondering this leaving the theater. I'm like, this is such a hit. Why are we not getting, like, because I, because uh, because I think if you look at like the overall of the success of the John Wick style movies, Atomic Blonde, and Nobody, and what was um, are the David Harbor Santa one from last year? Oh, Silent oh, Night. Violent Night. Yeah. Or Violent Night. Yeah. They all do well in terms of critics but they don't blow up in terms of everything else like they're just kind of seen like as the john wick style and wick is the only one that's truly like blown up in terms of how much they make everything else is kind of like i mean of the a-list action movie like i mean we've talked about it you know like a few times already this Oh, this episode is a look at last year, like the action movie that was oh, the hugest in terms of action oh, was Avatar and Top Gun. What about everything else that was released last year? Right. I, I think that you're, you're, you're hitting it is like, I feel like it's just the reason it's not happening is because it's the most un like uh, there's no way to understand why any of this is happening anymore or like what's <laughs> making money and what's not making money like box office wise 
it doesn't seem like there's any rhyme or reason to it. Like, why does Top Gun Maverick make a billion dollars and Avatar make a billion dollars, but Ambulance makes 20 million or whatever, right? Like, why? Yeah. It's on the same level. It's, I mean, it's, it's up there. Yeah. It's the exact same height of filmmaking, but it's like night and day, right? In terms of who's going to see it. And it's not just marketing, right? Because these things are getting marketed all over the place randomly. It's, I don't, I don't know how you even figure out how these people are coming to it or not coming to it anymore. Like it, it's pretty weird. The and only even, constant uh, is either Tom Cruise and <laughs> Keanu, and <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Like those are the only things. But that separate. Even Michael Bay is part of that, are, though, and that's where he's that's like, true. Like, but he, he but even that. oh sorry, not, oh no, no, you're fine. Like, but. but even on Keanu, he's not a guarantee either. Oh, look at the Matrix Four. That yeah. Yeah. bombed, like bombed, bombed. And he, he's still at the height of his wick powers and he Good couldn't point. get anybody yeah. inside the seats. I mean, it, it, it was still in COVID, but other movies out performed it. Yeah. 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 Performed it. Or like you get like a Spider-Man, right? That was in full on pandemic mode and still making a billion dollars and people always use that. And it's like, who knows? I mean, I, I like, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. And that, I mean, they had the whole gimmick of bringing back old Spider-Man. People were primed to see the other. Like, it's sure. you know, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> sure, everyone's gonna go see Spider-Man, right? I know. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, but if it's not, I, the Matrix thing like is that. weird too because yeah, COVID was still going pretty strong, and it was day and date on HBO Max, which I don't think helps. The only I, thing I would add with that is though, is John Wick has consistently wowed people and continued to make more money and get better reviewed, whereas the Matrix trilogy. Went in reverse. Went in reverse with critics and with just fans in general. And so by the time four came out, I know I had a ton of friends who were like, "Why? Why are they even? What? Why?" And whereas John Wick four people were like, "Oh, after that last one, hell yeah, give me another one of those." So (laughs) it's just crazy how that works. That's an excellent point. Yeah, when it's so just one little thing can cause it to go that way or that way, and it's like James said it perfectly. Like the rest of it, just don't know. It's just weird. Like. Maverick, there's nothing in the special sauce other than Tom Cruise wouldn't, you know, like relentlessly making crazy movies and us wanting to see him. Is he going to die for us on film? Like that, everybody goes into a movie thinking that. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think Mission Impossible, the new one's going to be big too. Because I think people do have a thing where they want to see Tom Cruise do crazy stunts. Um, I think that's what's happening to Top Gun. Is it? Yeah. It's more of his Mission Impossible stuff just kind of overflowed into He still seems like that. He's just like pulling that persona still into Maverick, right? Like, right. yeah, Top Gun Maverick, like Mission Impossible, <laughs> Ethan Hunt. You know, like it's almost like he's just kind of merged those to where now he is <laughs> Ethan Hunt, or like all these action <laughs> characters. So like, I'm gonna go see anything he's in because this is what he's doing. You know, like yeah, what's he gonna do I, next? <laughs> apparently, Top Gun the original had way more cultural cachet than I had even realized. I did a whole freaking Tony Scott podcast, and I was like, because I'm not a huge Top Gun guy, like I. You know, like uh, James, I kind of well, forgot it, where it, you're even, at. it wasn't even as big as Maverick. That's the thing. Is like, is I'm yeah, sure it, it is now over the course of yeah. the last you know forty years or whatever. But it wasn't as big as Maverick is now. Oh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick just seemed to be like one of those. What do they call in the industry? Like a four quadrant movie where it hit everybody. Like everybody I, I know yes. went and saw Top Gun Maverick <laughs> a few times. It wasn't just like a one timer. It was people. Going back and back and back and back and seeing that I haven't seen like a movie with that kind of staying power 
since Avatar one and Titanic. I was going to say Avatar where, two. Where and it Avatar was, two. Yeah, every <laughs> week it was at the number one of the charts, and I was like, "Who's left to see this movie?" And then you see people on Twitter going, "I saw it six times." Right. It like, would come back. It would go out of the number one spot. It come back. It was insane. Like that does. Not I have happen. a buddy, Phil. Phil Barrett saw that movie six times. Wow. Wow. I don't. Even, I don't even want to say how many times I saw um, <laughs> episode one, but I, you know, but oh, it's one of those it. things when you you, you take. 24 in the extra oh my god jesus but but what i did is i i went and then i take like i go hey hey mom you want to go see star wars and i go then i go with my mom and i'm like hey waz you want to go my uh, buddy i'm like you want to go see star wars so i go with i would never take a group of people to go see star wars i think that's what happened with maverick people were like somebody went and they're like my dad's gotta see this so they take their dad and then the dad takes his wife or what or vice vice versa Mm -hmm. and it just works out that way where it's just one. It, it hit at the right time. Plus, we went through a long time where we weren't going to movies, and this was like the hey, movies are back. So <laughs> very true, very true. It was great on the big screen too. And I, I know a movie's really doing well when like people start coming up to me and talking about it with me, like because like my mom, especially my mom goes to movies like once every four to six months like they go they <laughs> her and my stepdad don't go to the movies very often so she was like did you see the new top gun was it good and i was like yeah you guys would love it and they went and they loved it like they had such a great time like so i know and people at work run to me like do you see new top gun and like yeah like i saw that like it's great and they're like okay i'm gonna go tonight like and then telling me people it just it just felt like somehow it got everywhere everybody like was being taken to see it or felt like they had to go see it it was so funny because my girlfriend like didn't really want to see it because she's kind of anti Tom Cruise as a person, like not as an Same actor. With but... wife. Same with my wife. Same with my wife. You know, I get it. Him. I get it. Uh, but then somehow I, I talked to her. And I, she she heard enough good word of mouth. She was like, "We should go see Top Gun together." I was like, "Yeah, okay, let's go." And then she loved it. It was just like she's a great movie. It's like it's just undeniably a like crowd pleaser. It's very straightforward. Like it's just very easy to follow. It's just nothing nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's it's just like what they call a... like classic Hollywood movie. You know, there's yes. boom. <laughs> it's boom, like boom, 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 straight boom, boom, boom. It's very straightforward. So I yeah, I think it was the right time, the right guy being Tom Cruise. People were like, Yeah, I'll go see him do crazy shit. And now I think Keanu has a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. within John Wick, where it's like, I gotta see what he's gonna do now as John Wick. Like, what kind of crazy shit's he gonna get into? <laughs> so um yeah. yeah. So saying all that, uh I want to hear John Wick rankings because these are always very interesting because I feel like everybody's is kind of different from what I've seen on Twitter, but nobody ever seems to say there's a bad one, which I agree. I don't think there's a bad one this whole series at all. No, I've given either. them all like four and a half stars in Letterboxd. <laughs> like they're all like damn near perfect for maybe perfection. We'll talk about it. Uh, but uh, I- I'm going to go. I'll go the opposite way this time. Chris, your John Wick ranking from least favorite to favorite least favorite to favorite i'm also adding an asterisk on this okay because i'm still i'm riding high on four yeah that, that makes because sometimes. yeah <laughs> i mean we're recording on a monday i saw it on saturday like right. it like it's still just like in my brain like i can't shake it so as of right now i'm gonna go one just because it, it's so simple and so well done but the series has just elevated for me. Um, oh, then three, because I really, I don't like the part in the desert. I feel like that just feels out of place and drags the movie down. Two and then four. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Um, 
I James. prepare hate from yes. Twitter. Bring it on, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna fight you on that. Everyone again, everyone has a different ranking. I feel like you know, you yeah. like them all. So um I, I don't okay. think there's a bad ranking. Yeah, yeah. James. I'm going, I'm going what least least favorite to favorite? Least favorite to favorite, yeah. Uh least favorite, uh three. Okay. Although I I love Dacascos, he's silly goose. I oh. mean, oh, he's so good. Like all his interactions, you know. Huge like, fan, John. Huge yeah, fan. That stuff, amazing. He he may you know? be my favorite like villain in the whole thing. He's good. That was really good. Physical matchup, yeah. and he's funny. Like he's like the other guys aren't really physical matches. The other guys are like, you know, the one guy in two runs away to the Continental. Uh, Bill Skarsgård's a little bitch. Like he has someone else fight for him. Uh, who I can't. I feel bad. I like the actor in one, but he's like an old man. I feel like it shouldn't even be a fight between him. And oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mark Dacascos, when I was watching three, I was like, oh, this is nice. He finally has like a, like I feel like a guy's a physical matchup for him. So yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's 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 it. And I was gonna say like Hallie Baroness of it all and her dogs. Oh great. yeah yeah. But I kind of wish she popped what's... up in four. I know we had very little time and a lot of characters, but I kind of wish she yeah. popped up for a minute or something. Then I go one. Okay. Pretty smooth. Like, and those are close, you know, like that's mm-hmm. saying it's impossible. Like, they're all really close. <laughs> like, these are all like super variable. Um, four and then two is actually my favorite. Even okay. on the high of four, two is my favorite. Okay. Okay. But all you right. say two, um, you know, the bad guy, the main bad guy is also ends up being kind of a scary cat at the end, right? Obviously, but I think Cassian is common as Cassian is one of my favorite villains. And then I found out looking at the cast because I don't think they say it in the movie, but Ruby Rose's character's name is Aries. <laughs> I didn't know that. Actually, yeah. Other than name, but I love that. That goes into like the whole franchise has heavy themes of Greek mythology mm-hmm. and stuff like right. that. So that actually makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, actually, yeah. it's one of the few times I like Ruby Rose in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yep. Uh, she's I, good at that. No, I'm good. not going to go any further into that, but I will say <laughs> she's good in it. I love it, and I love, I like, I said, I love the villains. I think that movie to me is the best version of John Wick, uh, being able to like add into the world building and add a lot of new stuff, but not too much, and still keep it kind of condensed and it just paced real smooth. Whereas four to me just got did get a little overloaded. This is like my one little critique of four i guess we'll say and like as much as i love all the new characters they're some of the best in the series it's just crazy that they added all these new characters in <laughs> one movie right there at the end yeah so it's like a whole new world a whole new world <laughs> anyway <laughs> so that's don't funny. you dare close your eyes james i'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gonna say that they're really oh, close but oh, shit. i yeah I, it's a good ranking i understand it's very tough to rank these i'm sorry i made everyone too <laughs> This is a very tough uh, job. So. And this is almost as bad as last week when you had me rank my top five Keanu films, man. Oh, what are you doing? Tough. It's tough. Listen, it's we tough. don't make it easy around here. I'm telling you. That's like, that's, that's usually a Carmelita thing, too. Whenever we podcast, it's like the top five from a director or the actor. So I knew I had to do it, but I was like, hey, Keanu's tough. He's got a lot of good stuff. So, um, oh, man. But we I'm all have right the same top five. So, uh, so uh, okay, Andy, your least favorite to favorite. Okay, least favorite to favorite. Unfortunately, and I don't, the twin and I are once again in line because it goes one, <laughs> mainly because not, and I agree that it's simple, which I love it. And it's the foundation that everything else is built upon. But what it becomes, I'm more of a fan of the insane, longer take fight scenes, mm-hmm. less gun work and more hand to hand and stuff like that. So one, three, again, 
Dacascos kills it. My favorite villain. We're going to uh, get so much shit if we're spot on, by the way. I know. No, we are. <laughs> then two. <laughs> and then right now, because I'm riding that high, but also because Donnie Yen, Scott Atkins, Shamir Anderson, Rinisawa, um, Haruki Sanat, like all the yeah. new characters, I absolutely adored. So then it would be four. Although two has my favorite moment of the entire series when he's in the art place before he goes into the mirrored room and he cycles the gun with just one hand. And oh. my absolute favorite moment in almost any movie, just the scene that little click, 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 click. I was like, nobody's that cool. And it's the coolest thing ever. And I want to go shoot a good shoot at a range just to try that. <laughs> once. <laughs> oh, I can't, man. I can't do it. Then I, then I will not be able to do it as well. So, okay. <laughs> And he's like, I won't even try now. Um, Not even gonna try. See, that guys, was that twin thing that me and Andy got going, where I was like, ranking, ranking. Well, I was also, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna give us more shit on oh, the yeah. internet about yeah. it because oh, yeah. we're, oh, yeah. we're, we're the same ranking. But oh. I would add also with four, I feel that with each movie, the John Wick soundtrack, mm-hmm. there's an established kind of oh. sound. But I love the soundtrack in four. I've been listening to it while I've been at work or working out and stuff, and. It's so it's way more operatic and epic and like there's different elements of like the, you know, like Japanese drums and then you get to the kind of Old West standoff theme. So I think just four brings everything together and it's just Stahelski unleashed. So, yeah, they've, so. Got, they've got operatic is the, the right word because most of think so. just very like big and operatic and just like it's something uh guys can we be the triplets because i think i have the exact same <laughs> i got i you're sitting here like twins i'm like guys like, one of us one of one us. us suck it james suck it james one of, no i'm kidding <laughs> sorry and, and james is james is so right it's literally it's literally like the difference between like an a plus and an a it's, yeah, it's splitting hairs. It's, it's yeah. like it's my one A, one B, one C, one D. <laughs> like, okay, I but I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go one because I rewatched one of I did this, and I was like, mm-hmm. one is even better. And I remembered the stuff I love in that though is the action's great. Don't get me wrong, but the setup for who John Wick is is amazing. Like the fact yep. that other guys are telling him, like they're more mad at him for fucking with John Wick than mad at John Wick. They're like, He's the best <laughs> part is when the main bad guy. Hops on the phone, calls fucking John Leguizamo, and I was like, oh, why'd you hit my kid? Because he yep. stole the car of John Wick, sir, and he goes, oh, oh. click. <laughs> Not, I want you to answer this, just, oh, uh, and hangs up the phone. That's guts his son a couple times for doing it. That's, oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then he tells me, he goes, it's not because of, yeah, it's not of because what, of what, what you, you did, did, it's who you who did it to. Did it too. And he goes, what, you know, fucking, and he goes, no, you dumb shit is John Wick. And you're like, <laughs> there we go. Yep. The Baba, the Baba Yaga. Like the way he Baba delivers, Yaga. I feel bad I'm getting the actor's name. The guy who delivers all that dialogue about who John Wick is sells it so well. That builds oh. the whole mythology of the whole character for the whole series. Like it's the truly the building blocks. And like, I actually clipped that scene to put on Twitter and I never did it, but I was like, this is the great stuff in John Wick 1. Like the myth building, the um, people talking about John Wick is so good. And like, and then, the, and then when he actually doesn't leash the action, I think the first scene you see is in his house, which is a great action scene, but it's it mm-hmm. just, That's it fucking, has just, oh, yes. the Karana shooting in the head, <laughs> roll down thing. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. And like, yeah, so it's, it's great. It just gets bigger and bigger. And then I would go three. Cause I think even when I saw it's funny when I saw three, I was like, that might have been 
teetering on like too much. But then I see four and I'm like, it's fine. Give me more. So I don't know. But three, three, watch three. It's better than I remembered even. It's great. Um, That whole fucking set piece when he's going for the armored guys in the Continental with the <sighs> shotguns. Holy shit. I was like losing my mind again. Um, Two, I really thought was like the pinnacle. Two is like the fine, the sweet spot. It's like, it's not huge yet, but it's like, it's got some great stuff. Um, I still look like I got to go forward because I'm like, I'm watching it going. This is some of the best action filmmaking I've like ever seen. It's got to be four. So I think four will probably just get better for me as it goes along. Just to go back and like watch those set pieces, and, like really take them in. Because the first time I felt like I was just like, you know, like bowled over in the theater. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I have this. I'm going to go the same you guys. So one, two, no, no, one, three, two, four. So yeah, I, you can't go wrong though. Hey, They're all great. It's cool. It's, cool. it's okay. It's cool. Games, you could have been quadruplets, but hang. it's okay. No, it's oh, that would have been wild. <laughs> that would have been crazy. crazy. Gets, all. I'm glad we had a little. Us. That guy's name. You're talking about Vigo from the first movie. Oh yeah, yeah. His yeah. name is Michael Nyquist or Nickvist. I don't. Know oh yeah, yeah. He was uh he was the villain um in Mission Impossible Four. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh one my god. And he's was. he's also in oh the Swedish version of. The, uh, yeah, girl, girl with the dragon yeah. tattoo. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Man, He's the uh, um, also yeah, and the Daniel Craig character in the Swedish trilogy. Oh. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Thanks. Nice. All right. All right. All right. Makes no. sense. Um, man, anybody have anything else on John Wick Four? I feel like we we talked through it all. I feel I don't know what else to say. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I think we all made that very clear. Yeah. So, very very clear. Um, I don't really have anything on four, but uh, I just. Uh, I was thinking randomly whenever I think Andy was talking about, um, you know, how the audiences are seeing these people like Donnie Yen and stuff and like loving them and like getting reactions from them and stuff and how cool that is. And, you know, part of it kind of sucks that they're getting this and they're so, I'm not going to say so old, but so late in their career already, you know, like it's taken this long. And like we just had this happen recently too with everything everywhere all at once, right? Like, yeah. Oh, you know the, uh, the queen's mass audience is right. Like you're like coming into these things so late, which but you know better late than never. I say obviously, and that's what's cool is that now hopefully you know a handful of people are going to be like, let me seek out some more stuff you know from these people, and then they're going to you know have a lot of good stuff coming into their eyeballs. <laughs> it's like <laughs> right. It's like oh my tweets on John Wick Four did okay, like in terms of like likes and comments or whatever. But I did one today just on donnie yen and it's blown it, it it got way more likes than anything i've done you know, like in the last few weeks and like all my feed is even on people like because every now and then i won't realize that i'm not on the following tab of twitter like i'm on like the for you and there's uh-huh. there's tons of love for scott atkins and donnie yen and i'm like where was all this in the last couple of years? And at the same time, you're like, it's still just cool right. to see, like when yeah. seeing that, uh, like my all time, f- f- like in terms of living martial arts on my number one is Donnie Yen. And to see him show up on Jimmy Kimmel is like, what? what? Yeah, that was <laughs> like crazy. That, I was like, wow, like Donnie Yen's it. on the late night and talk shows. <laughs> like, he killed it. Like the crowd loved him. And they were eating it, like eating it up. And it's like, there's a reason he's going to be. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he's going to be 60 and he's finally getting everyone going like, oh, it's the dude from Rogue One. And I'm like, no, 
no <laughs> right right <laughs> he's had a whole career outside of the, i mean yeah. and it's tough it's tough to do that though like to separate ourselves because we do want to you know you're like oh man i've been there since day one you know like it's like oh, i heard that band first but it still is like like you said bottom line it's still good like yeah yes yeah. yes man it sucks cool that you weren't here from the day one but stay here now maybe that's the thing like also is like don't leave either like <laughs> yeah stay pushing them and like into them and whatnot you know keep it going yeah but we'll take you now as long as you're cool <laughs> yeah welcome <laughs> don't be a dick but you know. <laughs> yeah and to, i mean i feel like we kind of live in the like the twitter bubble their film bubble yeah. the movie bubble and like i know who donnie Yen is but i don't want to take for granted that probably like people don't know who, or if they even know who he is they don't know his name but they've seen him and stuff but they're like i've seen that guy before but like maybe they didn't appreciate him fully so i don't know but well hey, even me i i have I, yeah i haven't seen nearly as many of his movies oh, i've only seen a handful yeah. right like i've got I'm kind a of deficient on some of his myself yeah. i'm not un, you know i i'm guilty of this too there's a lot of movies and there's we're never going to watch them all right like we talked about before <laughs> yes, we were recording true. weren't we like and our watch lists are never ending he's <laughs> made some stinkers i sat through a oh, dragon tiger gate people oh that's how much of a fan i am <laughs> i bought it sight unseen because that was that's... the first time i could see it <laughs> oh, and it's is, not here is... it's it's the worst of his recent output but it's still donnie yen being donnie but yeah <laughs> I, I i've i bought i bought incoming Scott Atkins incoming the goddamn day it came out so I could watch it. And I was like, all right, well, I watched that. I guess I never need to see that again. But it's one of those things where I can go through my, like, (laughs) don't edit it out because Scott has said it himself. (laughs) I I can't edit it. I'm not going to find this part of the show. (laughs) But it's one of those things where I'm like, like, I, I will watch anything this guy puts out and to see the quality that I know that these guys are capable of and then to see it put on the screen for everybody to see like James said is amazing and it's awesome. And it's like, yeah, no, no, just stick with these guys, follow their careers moving forward. And then we'll have even more to talk about in the years to come. So, and enjoy their back catalog. Cause man, you got, I mean, Scott's got 70 credits to his name. Donnie's got probably <laughs> upwards of a hundred. Like there's a lot yeah. you could pick through uh-huh. Ask people for the good stuff. We'll give you the good stuff. We'll tell you the stuff to watch. Oh yeah. You have that's... to watch incoming. You want to watch yeah. undisputed two and three, not incoming. That's what I was going to say. Uh, that, that's kind of like also with like, you know, and you you got to kind of want to seek some of this stuff out too, but like, you know, mm-hmm. Chad doing interviews and like, you know, he's not, he's letting you know where the homages are and what they're from. And like, he's giving you the info, like if you want it, like, you know, and it's easy to be like, oh, well, this is just like, he's just doing this other thing. It's still, what, well, no, just why don't you go watch that other thing? And then you'll, you might find something else you like from there, but like, don't be, you don't have to be, I think we're so used to being on social media and stuff it gets weird because like it gets tough where you're like oh this was stolen from this movie or someone will reply and say ah this was already done in this other thing and you're like you know it becomes <laughs> these big things of like you know well i already know that or you know just those kind of weird conversations where it's like mm-hmm. i'm educating you or whatnot and it's <laughs> tough to you know navigate those things how do i tell this person <laughs> about this cool movie without sounding like i'm an asshole you know to, there's there's like, a way to say those comments them. there's a lot of unprompted like, like there's a way to be like oh this is cool i'm trying to think like i feel like i run it i don't want to tell people sometimes about stuff because i don't want to sound like i'm trying to right. explain or tell them i'm like oh did you know this was in an italian movie 30 years ago you got to be like oh oh this is cool you might like this check this out there's a friendly way to do it without but some people on twitter want to come at you and just be like 
you know this happened a long time ago in this other movie, right? Dumbass. That's the other thing is, I think is part of it because like we have our friends and we start communicating with each other and we're joking with each other and, you know, bullshitting with each other. And then other people don't know that or whatever. And like, <laughs> they might bullshit with you like you are one of their friends, but we don't know they're bullshitting and we think oh. they're being serious and a dick when they're actually, they're just yeah. being funny, but we don't know that because we don't ever talk to you before. <laughs> Good so point. Like all these weird, like social. That's a huge, that's a huge pet of mine in real life and on the internet when like, uh, you're like in a group of friends, either virtually or in, in person, some guy you don't know kind of pops in and like, is like, ah, hey, you're a dick, right? It's like, who the hell are you? It's like, it's like, like he heard your friend like, saying, me, I don't fucking know you, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I swear, I was having a party one time where my friends were razzing me about something, and this guy I'd never talked to before who was just there was like, oh, yeah, you fucking idiot. I'm like, whoa, like, what? Like, you were not part of this conversation. That happens on Twitter. That's life on Twitter, basically. It's yeah, like, it is. People you don't know will come in and be like, yeah, hey, you big dummy. It's like, what? Like, I mean, right. that happened. That's what Gay invented the block hey. button for. That's the block it's button. Yeah. Or James trying to post about Death Proof. It gets all these comments like, yeah. it's his worst movie. It sucks. You're, it's like, what? You're an idiot for liking it. Like, okay, thanks, buddy. You know, like, y'all know cool. it. Y'all know it. It's, it's, I told Matt, I was like, man, I, I really got to get back to only posting about Tony Scott because when I was doing <laughs> that, like, I got like very, very, very few mean nasty replies ever because most of them are pretty cool like they were mm. all for the love but once i start venturing into like regular just normal tweets people are like <laughs> watch out man y'all's people out here i'm like dude what is going on try posting don't actually don't don't no, post kidding. about star wars don't. you you like, either get no response tweet about yeah you my my star wars tweets either get nothing or some random person going yeah but you know that movie sucked. I was like, okay, great. Thanks. Wonderful. I didn't ask, but wonderful. I always yeah. wonder if this came up today. Again, it's like, do they think that's going to change someone's mind if they're like, you know what? It does suck, random guy. I'm going to stop liking it. Now. You know what, yeah. Like, this oh, thing I, that I, I devoted you, I 40 know. years of my life to. Yeah. I'm just going to not like it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm Thanks. Like, you're you're right. Rocks. <laughs> you're right, dick fart 1001. <laughs> you were right. You, yeah, you, you are so not even as cool as dick fart 002. <laughs> You had to add an extra one. Um, <laughs> eh, the internet. Oh, well. Uh, I think Ugh. the good thing I will say, everybody seems to like John Wick 4. So really? that's good. I I saw very little. The negativity was not even, I wouldn't call it negative. There was, there was, um, what's the word? Uh, you know, critique critiques. That I, Criticism. Yeah, there were critiques that were fair. Like, it's a lot going on. Some people thought there was like too many new characters or, yeah. I'm like, eh, I'm, it's, I get it. But I'm kind of like, eh. It's fine. Give me more. Yeah, those are some of my critiques too. I think, like, right, know, like right. I said in my like, those are really like, it's not like obviously it's a great movie. It, you know, it's almost a masterpiece to me too. Like, or I mean, I, I guess it can be technically, but like maybe I just do want it a little tighter. You know, I sure. don't know, but yeah, I'm, I'm not like out here going to be like, nope, not for me. It's too long. You know, like I can still appreciate all the moments that I do love so much in and of themselves. Even if I don't. Maybe this one little beat went on too long for me. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I still love this whole chunk <laughs> right here, right before. Yeah. You know, like, does that mean I hate the movie now? No. I think some people can get fixated on those little moments they don't like so much. And it's like, well, why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I say that a lot. Why? I, like, it's, it's, why? Just, I'm why? very you good. You don't have to get somebody waiting. to change your mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the more I like a movie overall, the easier I can like wave away stuff that doesn't make sense or is bad or weird or like whatever. But the more I dislike a movie already, I start latching on to things that are 
would be small problems, but I'm like, oh, look at that fucking ugly shot. <laughs> like, I get more and more upset. I'm like, ah, like this whole thing's pissing me off. But like, like with John Wick Four, I was like, I was loving it all so much. I was like, I, you know, hard to put on my critical cap and pick this and that. I'm just like, I, I'm overjoyed. I don't even care. <laughs> but I just but, yeah. kept thinking the whole time. Thank God this isn't death proof. I'm just kidding, just kidding, Jake. <laughs> uh, that's oh, good. wow. Like, that might be the way to end the show. <laughs> that's a good it might be. Uh, perfect oh, ending. Funny. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I'm going to oh. watch Death Proof just to spite you. All right, I'm going to go watch Jackie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love, too. That's a, that's a There's not a bit, yeah, exactly. Play, right? Another yeah. hard ranking, the Tarantino ranking. That was ridiculously hard ranking. What about, oh, I love man. them all. Well, okay. <laughs> It's clear that this one is I love the least of the loves. You know? <laughs> right, right. The least of the loves. Love it. The least of the loves. Yeah. The least of the loves. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, gentlemen, this was a wonderful time. I had a great time talking to you all about this movie. It was Me too. very fun. Thank um, you. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, I'll go around and let everybody plug. People can follow you, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Andy, I'll start with you. Where people follow you? Anything coming up? Any of your podcasts you're going to be on? uh i recorded with uh lens a few weeks ago so that should be coming out sometime soon um yeah that's it for right now i'm uh, probably with scott again for um uh action addicts coming up oh yeah um and then uh yeah you can follow me either on twitter and uh instagram at andrew m gorham if you want just positivity beamed into your eye sockets you can look at that because the world's too damn negative and i'm not gonna be that way so there you go go. i am with three of the nicest people on twitter i will say to give you all a compliment like very very positive uh and if people (laughs) listen if people cross (laughs) you i can see i think chris i've seen get testing people if they piss them off but uh out of out of the four of us here i think i'm the one who has snapped back (laughs) i'd say the most because as soon as i get back but chris is still nice we know Chris. Yeah, is, yeah. no. Whenever it, it's coming from this, his it nice-ness. is deserved by the person. The person saying horrible shit, and Chris is yes. like, "Hey, fuck you." <laughs> when I get pushed, is when I, excuse me, and then I get <laughs> mad, and like it hasn't happened in recent memory, dude. But the last time it did, I remember I got a text from Manny like, "Hey, man, you okay?" Because <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'm gonna break someone's fucking neck on Twitter right now because I was that heated." Yeah, but oh, man, I when Chris Thanks. and Rob, our friend Rob and Tequera, get mad, I love it. I love to watch it on Twitter because it is very entertaining. Like it gets very uh, there's some wild language. I love it. Uh, I start <laughs> off being like super snarky before I try to crush them like a paper cup. The only better follow when they get pissed is Vice because he just goes right for the oh, jugular wow. yeah. every yeah. time. Why would you even try it with Vice? I don't understand. I, you're going to get stupid. Have you, like, how could you have ever, if you'd ever read any of his tweets, ever think you could respond to him and not like immediately be taken down? You're going to lose like, that verbal duel. Like, that's like, yeah. I'm going to go fight John Wick 101. I'm a random henchman. Good job, guy. Yeah. Like, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> gotta lose. Um, yeah, I don't know when people try that stuff, but uh, well, I'll just jump. I'll jump to Chris. Uh, people could follow you where you are positive. I want to say that all the time. <laughs> Just don't yeah, piss um, them off, everybody. Don't get. <laughs> um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at gingerdome81. I don't have any episodes planned, although the one that me, Matt, and Carmelita did on on Constantine was out today. So everyone, I'll go listen to that. I guess I'm now Matt's. I was sidekick in Keanu, which is awesome. So, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. it. 
I have to call you now if there's a Keanu episode uh, coming up. So I just have to keep you in the loop on that. So I'm in. Um, all right. Uh, Aunt James, last but not least, again, I feel like you were introduced last. You're closing this off. Okay. It's okay. You. I had the wrong ranking. I understand. <laughs> no way, man. We got to end with the best. We got to end the with quadruplets the best. And you, you broke it up with your ranking. <laughs> we're going to yeah, end with sorry, the, the least of the loves. The least of the loves, yeah. No, I only have Twitter. Uh, it's at TJ underscore Mackie, M-A-C-K-E-Y 432. Um, I don't know what my handle is right now, actually, so that's the only way you can... I, think, I can't keep it, up with it? your handle most of the time, honestly. Like Cole, just... Cole Trickles City Chevrolet. Chevrolet, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, man, Rubin's racing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, All right. I'm just over there being dumb most of the time. Yep. All of us are. Stay sane. Yeah, talking about probably Spielberg, Tony Scott, or yeah. other random stuff. But yeah, right now good. I'm on the Spielberg behind the scenes kick. I've been. No. I'm still that like, Spielberg kick is strong. Episode. Man, From man, that episode, is. we did still going strong. <laughs> so, stop. I love that like... one, by the way. I love that episode. I listened to the whole thing. It was great. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that, was, that was fun to do too. I just at yeah. the end we were like, oh shit, no one played Jaws. Whoops. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Bruce, <laughs> it was fun, but it was hard because that's like I want to play everything. You know, it's tough. <laughs> You're like, can this be a 48 hour marathon? <laughs> like, let's get them all in here. Uh, week long marathon. No one leaves the theater. Um, okay. Uh, every time it comes my stuff, I was like, you, what? huh? Sometime. It might not be that soon. I don't know. I, you, yeah, it's about like upcoming. <laughs> you threw me off. Are we talking about the Indiana Jones thing? Oh no, I. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking oh. about. Never mind. That's someone else's show. Uh, it's late, people. That's right. Um, yeah, bad. there we go. Uh, <laughs> we'll tell you guys about it off mic, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. It's not our show. So anyway, uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Film Feast Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Maplet87. I barely tweet anything, so I'm a great follow. You don't... <laughs> not going to ruffle any feathers um you follow me on instagram film feast all one word um and that's it for this time we'll talk next time bye everybody